hold on. So yeah, I, I kind of have to force it. Well, nowadays, I mean, I've been doing pretty good lately. They have those face apps. I, I'm surprised we haven't done that as a face app. That I can that's make a double chin. I that's can... me. Yeah, we don't. No face app required. Double chin. No. You know what? We don't no, need the yeah, technology. No. You know what? I mean, that's just a signal that one time you were just you let it go. You just did not care, and you just let it go. So I got more chins than a Chinese phone book. All right. <laughs> so. it, it reminds me of a uh, Chris Farley, uh, Tommy like Wingy, and he's this. <laughs> Welcome to another oh episode God. of the Nissan Nerd Podcast. We are rocking episode number 51, right? 52. We're on 52, 52. man. That's what happens when you get into your 50s. You start to forget a lot of things. I do. I, don't, I barely know where I'm at half the time. So, I don't know. We'll still be doing this when I'm in a nursing home and I'm on the good meds. So, it is what it is. <laughs> you can get away with one nurse fondle per quarter. <laughs> Oh God! Did I, did I say that out loud? Sorry, my bad. See, it all. No, it, it, yeah, see, it, it's already a downhill. It, it, it's you just you just claim senile, claim that you're senile, and you, thing, anything over when you start hitting mid forties, the flirty forties. Yeah, you, you can do whatever you want to do. It's like, so, and it, and if anything happens and they start calling you out, you'd be like, "Who are you? And where is my horse? You know, something yeah. like you just kind of <laughs> swear at one kid." That's it. Just that, you know, that, but yeah, I mean, that's what you want to do. That's what I I'm imagine. Gonna... That's, that's the fun part about, that's one of the fun things about getting a little older. People are more um, understanding. They just say, hey, man, oh, that's old. his generation. You got to think about it. It's going to be 2050 and we're going to be old, whatever. And they're going to be, oh, no, he was, he was raised in the, the 1980s. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's just, that was the thing. That was the thing. That's going to be that <laughs> Welcome to the episode, another episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast 52, so I'm being told. Mike, what do yes. we got coming down the pipeline? <laughs> well, on this episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast, thank you for being here, of course. Uh, rumor has it is that, uh, actually a report says that uh, supposedly the Nissan Titan will be discontinued by 2025. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Miles, you found a really cool article, it's a miraculous, would you call it save? There was an accident. But, however, of a, of a GTR R33. Survival story. Survival story? Yes. Uh, driver walked away. And that's a really good article. I can't wait to hear Close that. Encounter. Yeah. And later on, we're going to be speaking with Chris Carl and Robbie Atchison about 20, uh, ZCon 2022. It's actually happening here in uh, not too long ago, July 25th through 30th in Birmingham, Alabama. So, uh, let's let's plan for that. And uh, again, thanks for being here. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, what's up? What's up? Oh, dude, you know, I don't know why we chose green screens. You know, we could have had an honest, like, honest wall with a bookshelf and a, a porcelain, whatever, and a, I, I, that that look of astonishment in that face of whoever. Do you know where that's from? Is that just a, one of those vintage, random... Uh, I can't tell you my sources, so great. where I come up with this creativity, but uh, I can tell you right now. It will continue. 
for the for the uh, longevity of this podcast or until I'm dead, I will continue to wreak havoc with your face in the weirdest of images. So yeah. You know, um I I know you will. I know you will. Uh like I said, I've said it once before, man. You were the big brother I never asked for. And but thank you. I, I really appreciate it. So yeah. <laughs> um, let's move around right along into the episode. Uh, I think we gotta do some crowd work. There's a lot of people jumping in tonight. We so. do. Yeah, thanks for being here, guys. Uh, we uh, we see you, and of course, throughout the entire show, feel free to chime in, and uh, we'll, we'll take some stops John, along the way. Uh, John Papa Sergio, aka Mr. Papa Giorgio, joining us here tonight, as always. Yes. Uh, we got Ben, who's jumping in with us. He's probably on the road, on his way. I think he's prepping to go to Z- actually ZCon or something. And- I saw that. Yeah, I saw him like he's uh, trying to fit all of his luggage into a tight, compact Z32. Tis, uh, tis. Hey, that's the it, challenge, man. It, it's it's two roll, two pairs of underwear, two socks, a toothbrush, and that's all you get in the Z32. <laughs> the rest is tools and spare parts. Hit the road, my son. There you uh, go. We got uh, Badu jumping in with us tonight. What's up? What's and going on? We got Justin Eastman. What's up? Curtis Davy jumping on. Ion, as always. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, so. But we're doing it. Uh, I uh, go ahead. I'll say Ben said Z ownership has taught me to pack efficiently. Yes. <laughs> I, I won't I won't lie though, Miles. You are a pretty efficient packer for one, because every time we go on a road trip, you have a, a, a duffel bag, a, a backpack, really. And uh yeah, the yeah, rest are tools. Overnight whore, uh, overnight horse bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes called and uh yes it, you learn from like attending a lot of events and being you never know where your stuff's going to get thrown so you yeah. always just rock that duffel bag slash gym mm-hmm. bag that's the only thing that you can rock and then it works actually i mean it's i i keep it pretty simple and i live through like walmarts and targets on the road yeah um convenience stores that i know sell tube socks and underwear and uh you know it, i'll put it this way if your underwear came out of a tube it can fit back in a tube yeah <laughs> that, that the more you know the more you know that's right there just a star if it came so, in a tube it can stay in a tube it can be stored in a yeah. tube yeah yeah i've done laundry yeah. in a sink we'll leave it at that yeah. moving on yes 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 <laughs> so um, uh, let's talk about what we got going on in this episode yeah yeah well miles you know, uh, I was thinking about the last time we hung out. We hung out this last weekend, and you had something happen to your frontier, which I didn't think was very common. It was surprising. So I thought, if it's okay with you, man, we'll take a moment. Like, tell us what happened. <laughs> and, like, I mean, is there any type of preventative maintenance to this? Because, I mean, you may not be the only one who's encountered this issue before. No. I, and, you know, it's partially design and partially my stupidity. Mm-hmm. So – I, you know, my, one of my daily beaters is a, a Nissan Frontier 2009. I've got the Nismo model. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but anyway, um, so I went with like a Rancho suspension and it comes with like a, a two inch lift in the front and then, uh, and the back, you're kind of doing this whole situation where the front's leaning up. So you have to kind of figure out a shim situation. So you ultimately, uh, Rancho made a really limited edition shim that fit in there and leveled it out, basically a leveling kit for the rear, oh. right? 
Um, so the problem is, though, if you use the the U bolts that hook the axle to the leaf springs in the rear, yep, they only have so much bite. Um, let's call it like four threads um, that you're mm. catching, and then on one side you're you're only catching on like nine. So you have a, a potential for a, a drama situation to happen there, and that's exactly what happened. Oh. So the U bolts that hold the axle um, let the bottom plate go and all the nuts over time. And it just sounded like something was loose back there. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to put it right now. I live on the, the rougher side of town. So I assume somebody stole my spare tire as <laughs> per usual. So I assumed it was just something clucking around. I was like, Oh, these fools got my spare tire. I'll mess with it later on, continue to drive on it for like another day. And then one day it was just kind of like, I hear this like rubbing and I'm like, mm, I know better. And it turns out that the tires were rubbing against the bedside and it, which can be a really yeah. bad situation. Cause you can, have the bedside catch it'll rip and tear bend sheet metal i yeah. actually as an adjuster i've paid a claim or two out for that it's not it's not a huge thing it's not a common occurrence but needless to say uh that's why they make extended u-bolts mm. um, for that exactly reason uh, that same reason so i just uh. chose to take what i had and then um impact the hell out of it and make that happen so needless to say i bought the right i bought an entire assembly yeah. of that piece which is kind of a hard thing to find um and i found it um through a good lkq vendor uh, that has a lot of stock and nissan stuff mm. um, and uh, they were able to kind of supply me with the assembly and i sat okay. out on the hot concrete uh just today and knocked that out um and for those that oh. don't know this has been going through a heat wave so it's yes. been like 120 was what it feels like outside so I did that on the hot concrete and now my back smells like bacon. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't blame you, man. I'm glad you got it back on the road. I, I didn't know that. I'm I yeah, knocked I just it out today. Like, like two right. hours ago. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It's the life of, uh, of us. Yes. Yeah. So, so lesson learned. Yeah. I just, uh, I just saw you here recently. Now, you called me up in the middle of the night and told me that I needed to go with you to look at a sketchy car. Yes, yes. Uh, that's what happens when uh, you stay up late and you start, what do you want to say, uh, being fanatic money. about, not even that. No, no, it's it, it's what are friends for yes. to help, friend, that's what friends are for. They're used to help you uh, facilitate and encourage bad decisions. And thankfully for you, you were kind of were the voice of reason because I I, had, I didn't do it after all. But yeah, there was a. Which is uh, odd. You should never listen to me for anything and reason yeah. in the same sentence. So. Miles has his moments of uh, of usefulness, actually. So yeah, this, in this case, he was the voice of reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. Z thirty two, obviously, uh, slick top. They're not very. They're, they're hard of, harder to find, especially you know, um, the older they get. Three hundred ZX Z thirty two, if you will. Mike was. Um, debating if he should get another one of these, and I'm like, uh, maybe. I don't know. So. This one had some body work. Um, it seemed workable. I could have got it for a steal, I think. But when you cut, when you make up for the amount of body work that you need to catch up and make it square again, you know, and there's no really, there's no telling how bad it is until you've already bought it and torn things it apart. So it was a gamble. It was a yeah. Dog. It was a dog. And you have in the body experience, you know, uh, auto adjuster experience, you knew. So I took your advice and yeah. it you is a no go. You see enough people break stuff. You, you figure it out. So yeah. On. You didn't yes, buy it. Yes. You, you welched on the deal. You <laughs> left, that, left that poor man on the street holding his, 
holding his stuff in his hands. So yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yes. However, uh, you did mention the heat wave a little bit. Uh, dude, um, just randomly, and for you at home, if for any reason we lose power, man, the Texas uh, grid system is not the best, you know, uh, around this time. We're so. not as bad as California, but we are uh, – we're up there. But by I, I do have to warn you, we just got sponsored by uh, Texas's uh, power grid system, ERCOT, so <laughs> and not talk negatively oh. about them. This just in, we're sponsored this now. Just in. We are oh, now sponsored. what did I just say? I meant nothing. They're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they bought me. They bought me a twelve pack. So yeah, here we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. But uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So, well, we're doing pretty good, Miles. Um, again, for those of you online, thank you for being here. We're gonna go ahead and get into it. Um, Miles, you want to well, knock well, out a? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already, I'm already in that mindset so again we got a little do a little compi for those at home break it out we got to give a little salute to those in the nissan family who we wish good health and those that we may have lost maybe we may may we be reminded of you often all right compi cheers guys mm. all right man we got to go straight into the news at this point so we got to hit them <sighs> <laughs> I haven't broke that out in a while. All right, I think you're up with the uh, the first story. Hit him. I am. I am. Let's go ahead and throw it up. Make it on quick. This. All right, we got places to be. Come on. Let's yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, the article I want to share with you. This came from Jalopnik just this past uh, well week and a half here. Um, reportedly, the uh, Nissan Titan uh, will be discontinued uh, somewhere near the end of 2024 or 2025. Um, they're saying here that, uh, based on sales trends, patterns, uh, there isn't much, uh, activity into its successor, uh, uh, you know, the, the Titan successor. So, um, there is saying that the reports that after 2024, 2025, the Nissan Titan could be, uh, essentially discontinued after this point, uh, at least in the USA, that's what the, uh, the reports were. Uh, you know me, Miles, though, you know, I, I'm... I'm a fan of numbers. I'm looking at production numbers. You know, first of all, let's just say we know this. American trucks, that is, we know what the top three manufacturers are, essentially. You know, uh, uh, Ford, Chevy at the least. Um, Nissan, uh, in, in, Japanese trucks in general, I don't think they've ever been uh, your, been your top. They, they had an uphill battle for a really long time. I mean, you have some yeah. people that are that are clawing it out and have made a brand for themselves. Like Toyota is just, is yeah, yeah, usually yeah. Doing pretty darn good, but here we are, you know? Um, yeah. So, but it, you know, it makes sense. You know, I'm not surprised by this. I feel like we've talked about this once or twice on the episode that, yeah. you know, it, it made more sense for Nissan to discontinue that. And there were rumors of this happening I want to say the beginning of the year when we were talking we, about it under the new Nissan plan, we we had well, some things that were kind of shadowing us, uh, or, or there were some some dark shadows of potential bad news for that coming out. And it yes, yes. this is just we, one more one more rumor that it, it it probably will come to fruition. Now there has been two articles in the past that we've covered about this. Uh, first one is yes, there was one before about Nissan and the Titan being discontinued. There wasn't really any dates to it. It was just more of a rumor than anything. This one seems to have a little bit more backing. This was actually through a report from the uh, 
uh, was it Automotive News? Uh, mm-hmm. Let me make sure I get the article right here. Um, yeah. According to a report in Automotive News, this is where it came from. Um, second one was, we've talked about EVs and Nissan's 2030 ambition program. The idea of an EV powertrain replacing the big V8 that you see, that wasn't ever part of the program. Uh, in that previous article we spoke about, Nissan had said that uh, essentially powertrains aside from the VK56 uh, are, are uh, under a transition program. So that might have been a good telltale sign of, of what the uh, the life cycle is, you know. Um, now, I will say, though, we talked about it. Yes, it's it's no secret, though, you know, American trucks, uh, American manufactured trucks, it is sort of that Americana thing. That's not to say that Japanese trucks are bad. It's just maybe, would you just call it like a stereotype? I'm just going to say it's a tough market. You know, it's a tough market. I, I mean, all yeah. together. I mean, you're going up against the heavy hitters um, mm-hmm. and, you know, your, your Dodge, your Ford, your Chevy. I mean, those guys they they run a pretty tough game and then you have these other uh other manufacturers that are coming in trying to take it and i mean we'll talk about you want to talk ev truck i mean we've talked about rivian in the past yeah now they're trying to break new ground with an ev truck just like a few other uh ones that are coming to market um ford's going to be trying it here pretty soon um yeah. It makes sense. I, I mean, could Nissan pull off an EV Titan? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the the one thing that's actually the advantage for Nissan is the fact that they have the manufacturing capabilities, and mm-hmm. the um, the insight and the uh, the engineering um, capabilities of getting all this stuff done. I mean, they, they already make lighter frames for both the Titan and the Frontier, which it's weird in the in the U.S. market we kind of downping them or downgrade them for these lighter frames. Um, I read a same thing, automotive news. Uh, I was reading a article that was not very flattering to the, the Nissan frontier or the Titan. It was really, it was kind of like, Oh yes. It was just, it was pretty brutal. And, um, but it, but it talked about the ratings for the Nissan Titan and the frontiers amongst, um, their, uh, their competition. And it rated them like, you know, I think the frontier came in a slight bit higher. It was like six, six to 10 or a, a 60 rating out of a hundred. The Titan was coming in like barely at 50 out of a hundred. Mm. And, but it just, if you think about it, and I really do think this at the full size with the Titan, I think the competition level is just so much higher. Um, and then the profit margin is probably not there for Nissan anyway, so it makes sense for them to walk away from it. So I think it's it's a win-win either way. They they were going to be fighting an uphill battle for the competition. The yeah. markup's probably not there anyway, and they're not, they're not selling them, especially with the new plan that Nissan's putting out, where yeah. they're trying to do a little more pre-sale. You're not going to pre-sale Titans, not with the competition the way it is. It's best to back out Frontier. You can probably still lay Frontier. it out there and see how it does for another year or two. Yeah. See how the new Frontier, which is restyled, and um, and I personally think is is a step up from its predecessor because yes. I, I have the predecessor. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. Uh, J- Japanese pickups, <laughs> mid-sized pickups, uh, have had a much better um, uh, success rate. And versus uh, American, uh, they've been more competitive. Like you said, uh, the Frontier was newly brand, like all new Frontier. It looks amazing. It's doing has very very good sales uh, on that. Uh, you mentioned even uh, like Toyota's Tacoma. You know, very very successful in general. Well, 
let's see what they grade by. Like, so let's talk what, what, when we see something like that, what do they grade by? Okay. Towing capacity, Titan and Frontier probably aren't there. They hold, they hold their it's, own. Frontier does they, very well. Six, over uh, 6,000 pounds. But go I'm ahead. talking reality here, you know, um, truck bed sizings. No. Um, by interior size. cabin spacing. No, by comparison. And this is all comparatively, but at the same time, um are they amazing vehicles yeah the titan's amazing oh, yeah. great it, it, if you drive it, it it's a great experience same thing for the frontier yeah. it's a great experience but there it's heavy competition and and again getting back to it my personal opinion nissan titan yeah. i understand well you know you you hit on something that i've seen a lot but i've seen a trend lately too which is uh yes uh in Frontier, or sorry, your full-size pickups uh, competing with the American pickups. Yeah, I mean, you said the bigger bed, you can haul more, you can tow more. Uh, I get that. But I have seen a trend uh, kind of like these urban pickups, and they are all midsize. And a lot of these beds are like four foot. They're not very they're not very deep at all. And, and there's a trend of a lot of them just going electric, you know. You know, actually, you touched on something that I've been – harping and and wailing about for for years i still think that there's midsize and i think there is a small there is room for a small impact to come back to market and i'm talking like ranger sizes um nissan hard body size i mean we're talking that market and i really think if nissan steps the opposite direction and evs those suckers i've said this before i really think that that could be a completely new market because it'll sell already on commercial what we call fleet side Mm -hmm. uh, fleet sales i think it'll sell on fleet sales enough to make up margins and then i you know that is a straight high school college vehicle it can't I mean, me personally, I, I think it can't get any better than that. I think they'll sell the piss out of them. So, I, yeah. uh, you know, because it's just, I mean, you look at the new Ranger, it's practically a frontier now. You know, instead of going towards yeah. bigger and larger, go the opposite. They, they the are going downsize. You know which keep, one? Then you, everybody will expect an EV for the future. And you do that, I'm just yeah. saying. I'll give you an example though, yeah, because Ford has got the even the Maverick, and that is that smaller midsize, you know, truck. Um, there's also I just saw one the other day. It really surprised me. I hadn't seen it before. The, there's a Hyundai Santa Cruz. Have you ever seen one of those mm. before? Yeah, I, I I've seen it in pictures. I haven't seen it live. Dude, so uh, honestly, yeah. it's it's a it's they're becoming four door Utes because they're unibody. Uh, they kind of have that, like and it. they it know was, it. it. It feels like a Ute. I saw that. It was, yes, it felt like a ridge line slash Ute kind of feel, and I was just like, oh, even the body lines. Uh, you can see it where it transitions from the cab to the bed. It's got that slant, which is kind of a signature of a Ute, and and I see it a lot in many mix and models, I'm man. Thinking like uh, uh, like an Avalanche, it kind of had that like weird styling to it. But I did. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, um, uh, some people actually comment, actually, the boards went a little crazy for a while. Let's go for it. Uh, Toyota not pulling out, uh, not pulling out of truck biz yet. They aren't going anywhere. Oh, they're not. They're not. Yeah. yeah. They're I, killing it as a, as a mic up here. Who's a, who's actually a prior Toyota. Um, yeah. He, so yeah, he can, he can attest that they're, they're just ramping up if you will. They are so, being more uh, and more competitive face, for sure. Random Facebook user says, yeah, but the Titan still rocks. I, it, that uh, we agree. 
I know. Yes. Um, EV Frontier Pro 4X with that new carbon fiber. I do agree. Ooh. Actually, you know, I, I I love the Frontier. I I always have it. Uh, you know, the Xterra and the Frontier will always have a, a spot over here that I love. And yeah. um, you know, the fact that we're talking carbon fibre to be introduced, into the <laughs> year, I'll always take it. Yeah. Um, the Titan XD diesel, uh, good for towing capacity. Um, a great comment. I've never had an opportunity to drive the, uh, the Titan diesel. I, I would love to, I've driven a Titan for about a four hour drive period and I enjoyed it. It was a little road noisy, but it felt like a, a little Hummerish, like as far as the space <laughs> coming from a frontier to a Titan. It was just like, Hey, yeah. you okay over there? Like, yeah, rocking yeah. Your but arms length um, yeah. you know, i would have liked the diesel just seems like it would be the man's truck that you would be looking for so yeah if anybody yeah. ever has a diesel yeah. out there and you see me at an event hand me the keys buy <laughs> so i'll buy uh, steaks but give me an hour of driving your vehicle yeah. i'm in for it so uh last thing before we wrap up here though honestly it is sad to see in my opinion if this actually it seems like it's it may be the you know truth now granted that's still up to three years from now so don't discount it yet it's still it's still available as a new model uh, let's yeah. not forget that however um this is not the first time we've seen this we know that you might say that we've conceded to fords and chevys and whatnot however you got to remember that fords and chevy have conceded to the likes of us uh japanese manufacturers when you think about ford no longer offers a sedan or a car in the united states they they've just kind of found their lane and then they've just focused in it and that's what their bread and butter is now that's just what they do it seems like if this as this actually happens maybe nissan's is kind of doing the same thing they know that the ultima the central the maxima sports you know all these other models that they have that's just that's their lane, you know what, and they're gonna excel in it. I, uh, in the U.S. and like I said, this is we're only talking about the U.S. Uh, pickups uh, in other regions. Uh, there was no mention of that too, so just yeah. disclaimer. Yeah. Um, and for the record, uh, random Facebook user is uh, Chris Carl, who's on with us tonight. Ah. I'm not going to give him the justice of calling him Chris Carl. So forever, he's random Facebook user. So, uh, all right, moving on to our next article. Yes, um, yes. Now actually, you. Uh, yeah. So um, I'll go ahead and uh, give me the steering wheel, if you will. Sure, sure. But um, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about a uh, recent situation that occurred with a Nissan GTR, a 1500 horsepower GTR um, out of Australia that actually had a, um, uh, a really bad accident. Um, but I want to give you a little bit of uh, insight of what um, uh, what was happening with the situation. So this particular vehicle is a 1500 horsepower uh gtr r33 that actually had a rollover um 11 times and the driver did live to tell the story um and i'm going to read just the the quick little paragraph above this because it's very short so racing uh, always involves taking quite a bit of risk as something could possibly go horribly wrong in the blink of an eye. Mike Mansoor learned that lesson the hard way after crashing a Nissan GTR last month in Australia during the 2022 GTR challenge held at Kutamundra Airport in Australia. Um, it was the first crash in 14-year event um, had been held, and 
and easily one of the scariest accidents involving Godzilla, if you will. Um, thankfully, in this instance, the driver uh, lived to tell the story. Uh, now, the vehicle that you're going to see uh, involved in this little uh, run is um, Motorsports Mechanicals um, R33 GTR. Um, again, at the 2022 GTR Challenge in Kutamundra. Um, and I just want to give a little uh, background. Now, Kutamundra is a uh, quarter mile or a top uh, quarter mile event that's held at an airstrip. This is pretty imperative um, and pretty uh, important to understand because anytime that we're talking about airstrips, we're not talking about anybody who's ever run a quarter mile. We're not talking about barriers. We're not talking about re reasonable runoff to the right and the left um you're, you're basically running out there with with a with an airstrip which is great because it's pretty flat but it you know you have any runoff now you're going to have a problem the reason why that is so important is because after watching the video on this um the owner um actually kind of talks a little bit about how the runoff piece was um basically the cause of the incident from best he can tell so um as you watch this uh background and i'll run it here um as you can see it um you'll see the vehicle begin to get loose the right front tire um actually does pop off the rim and then from there you begin to see the tumble um here Ooh, the, the rim or the um yeah it, actually the the wheel comes off of the rim so cool yeah but, and i'll leave the volume off um just okay. so you can kind of i as as we're watching this though you said i'll i i didn't occur to me watching that reading this that it was from australia whenever i think australia and nissan though i think power no matter what australians are crazy especially with inline sixes uh in power modifications and all that so uh I, yeah, those guys are operating at a different level. Uh, and here the owner is actually talking a little bit, kind of frame by frame by frame. And in a moment, they'll give you the full the full run, which is actually uh, right about now. And they kind of show how that how that front wheel is basically come off. And then, of course, the rolls begin. And here you go. Let's check it. Look. All right. Somehow. Uh, okay, going sideways. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Can't even count that fast. Ah, yeah. Like a dryer, like a, like closing a dryer, man. Is yeah. that him? Is that the driver that yeah, we're looking him. at there? That's him. Yeah, that's him who who lived to tell the tale. So, um, yeah. So, kind of going a little more into it. Um, he was uh, lucky enough to kind of walk away from this. Um, and, and again, this is the first accident they've had in the history of the event. Um, he actually attributed his survival to the uh, to a roll cage. Um, he, he actually went above and beyond and had a, a professional install the roll cage in the vehicle. And again, he attests this to the one th to a handful of things that saved his life. But again, the roll cage, he says, really kind of kept that vehicle together and seeing vehicles after instances and, and knowing about structural rigidity and tying uh, the tying pieces of the vehicle in a pillars, B pillars, floor pans, um, rear sections, strut towers, how it can all tie the vehicle in. It does give a level of rigidity to the vehicle that, um, you wouldn't have normally with a vehicle, especially the older these vehicles get, the, mm -hmm. the, the flimsier the sheet metals are. I mean, these roofs collapse, especially if they kind of come down on each other. Um, again, roll cage is what he attributed that to. A Hans device, which time and time again, that has that saved been... countless drivers yes. in 
in any motorsports and a good helmet. Um, so yeah. he actually had a uh, very high end, top end, top fuel helmet on that yeah. particular day. And I think he also mentioned that he had the arm straps, which to this day, I still recommend arm straps if you're doing anything quarter mile mm. um, because it actually keeps your arms in the vehicle because those, those, those can always go out. Netting, that's always very important in quarter mile. I mean, there there's a whole lot of safety ratings and safety recommendations that you hear. You know, yeah. as you go up in, in time, they usually make certain recommendations because you're going to have scenarios that occur like this. But again, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it is thankful that he walked away with just bumps and bruises. Um, he That's has right. a plan to get back into um, racing here in the upcoming seasons. And then, of course, return to uh, Kudamantra um, to uh, uphold his title and, and the um, he does hold the record for um, the fastest GTR um, for the Kuda Mantra, um, the GTR challenge uh, for a number of years. So, yeah. Does he also hold the record for fastest GTR going in circles, like barrel roll? Or, <laughs> you mean, um, no, well, no. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, if that was ever an award, I'm assuming yeah. that he would get I would it, make right? one. As an organizer, I would make one for him, honestly. I think at this point, he's just happy to walk away. Um, you know, he, he's a family man, so I can definitely relate you know to, the, to the importance of uh, of, uh, uh, of being safe out there and spending a little money um, where it's needed to keep you safe. And, you know, I, I think he had a quote in here. And he basically said, you know, how much is your life worth? You know, is it, is that, is that $5,000 roll cage really worth your, your life in that well, scenario? That know? brings up a good point. That's what I was thinking. Cause the one thing maybe I didn't hear you mention, which goes a long way, which is craftsmanship. You can throw as all the parts in there as possible without the right craftsmanship, specifically with that roll cage. You know, he found the right guy. He owes that guy a beer. You know what I mean? It's one of those <laughs> things. Now you, yeah. you said one other thing just real quick, man. Um, you said this was the first accident in this event's 14-year history? Mm -hmm. Correct. Like, it's just yeah, me and you I'm here. Lucky. Like, are you sure? Really? 15 years? 15 years of drag racing, no accident? <laughs> it's the first one they'd have attested to. Now, an engine dumping out its guts? Yeah. You know, who can tell? But from from that's the claim um yeah I've seen it. and i didn't see anything that was challenging it through forums because yeah. i did a little research on it but again um yeah it was the first thing and you know the uh i will say that um the gentleman did talk pretty positively about the event they had um you know they had um uh, medical care on the side yeah. Um, ready to go, which is extremely important. You know, if you've ever gone to a racing event and, um, and they don't have those type of things, you know, it's, um, it's very crucial that you have, um, the extra money in a good event to make sure that, uh, that, that is being taken care of. Cause they, he did say that, you know, if he would have been in worse shape, um, those folks would have saved his life ultimately. So absolutely hey by the way uh just coincidence you know we're talking about an event in australia our buddy brad just showed up said hi guys thanks brad for being here you are in australia you may have saw this much sooner than we did by the way but great article man i like i said yeah like i said earlier brad while you're on man we always think Nissan and Australia, I think power, like high high horsepower. So yeah, yeah you guys yeah. are at another level. Always the Australian boys, like we we, they're just crazy. They're they're bonkers, you know. And and uh, you know, anytime that I see like some new innovation that comes out, where like guys are like, oh, 700, 800, 900 Dino Queens, 
And then you look at the Australian guys, and they're always just pushing that envelope, and they're just – it's always like 12 <laughs> – yeah, 1,200. We're doing 1,400, and it's just like, Jesus. Right. So kudos yeah. to them for pushing the envelope. Maybe us uh, Americans on this side of the pond will catch up one of these days. So. Yeah, yeah. Good point, good point, good point. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and move on, Miles. Uh, thank you for the article. I know typically after this we've got some, some – uh, what would you call it? Honorable mentions of uh, of the most recent news happening within Nissan and Infinity. Uh, we like to call it news in sixty seconds. It's not so much sixty seconds anymore, but yeah. It, well, we call it news never in sixty seconds because we go. never accomplish a goal. And uh, so yeah, just like uh, most car projects and anything else we attempt to do, we're never going to hit the mark. So therefore, go ahead and just go. I like that. News never in 60 seconds. I went ahead and added. That's our new headline. I like <laughs> okay. it. Good good stuff. All right. So uh, I will share the first one, Miles. Uh, I'll go ahead and share my screen on this. All right. So, uh, you know, last episode, we talked about Nissan having a recall with their uh, Pathfinders. Uh, now, this time around, there is a new recall that has just begun. Uh, this article is through Car Scoops. Uh, came out 4th of July. So about 10 days ago. Over 180,000 Nissan Titan and Frontier models are at risk of rolling away. So, uh, specifically, this is the 2020 through 2022 Nissan Nissan Frontier, and also 2020 to 2022 Nissan Titan. Now, it does depend on certain manufacturer dates, and it says here in the article. If you want more details, we're going to have this article in the show notes. Take a look, especially if you're an owner, by the way. Uh, but in this article, they're saying that the car manufacturer re revealed that uh, clearance underneath the trucks could lead to contacts. Did you say something? No? Okay, we're good. I'm going to keep on going. They're saying that clearance underneath underneath the trucks, uh, reduced clearance, could lead to contact between the edge of, let's say, a parking curve uh, and the, uh, the boss on the transmission case. Uh, a vehicle is equipped with its nine-speed automatic gearbox. It says this issue has been triggered by dimensional variation during the manufacturing process and could result in the parking brake not properly engaging in if the vehicle is shifted into park, increasing the risk of a rollaway. So, uh, I mean, are they saying these trucks aren't high enough? I, I, you know, they look pretty tall to me, but these transmissions, whatever they're saying here, is that there is a risk. So, uh, for you... Frontier and Nissan uh, Titan owners that could be affected, you should be receiving notices in the mail beginning uh, July 20th. So uh, not too far from now. So, I, And how do you fix that? Jack your stuff up. <laughs> Three-inch lift will fix that in a heartbeat. Come on now. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know what? Run a lift on there. You know what? That, that, what's more American? Yeah, throw a lift on it. Uh, they are saying just, by the way, in the meantime – Use your emergency brake, people. A lot of people – I didn't know this. I'm a big emergency brake fan. I mean, I didn't know there was a big divide amongst using the e-brake and not using the e-brake. But I use my e-brake every time, and that's what they're saying. Easton is saying, in the interim, be sure to use your emergency brake. Yes. Um, I'm going to say I still use a brick. So, I, uh, uh, just kidding. No. You got me though, man. My 620 has a wheel chalk in the bed. Always take it. You never know. E-brake works, but you never know when it's not. Fix yeah. your e-brake. See, it's weird. I'll <laughs> tell you to fix your e-brake, but on the brand new car, you use a brick. So, 
That would be funny. You roll up in a brand new truck and you still have a brick. Like just being old school, being humble, staying true to yourself, you know? Staying true, staying humble. <laughs> but uh, yeah, moving on. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, so the next thing I, I want to talk about, actually, again, news and never in 60 seconds. And Mike, you can throw up the photo because I think you I sent it to you. But I do. for those that are um, Netflix subscribers and you're a fan of Stranger Things, um, this actually uh, made its way onto the interwebs. Um, actor uh, Joe Keery, um, who's in the um, in the Stranger Things series, um, actually was found um, out there in the ether, but it here he is posing next to his E32. The rumor is that this is actually um, his vehicle. I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. I cannot find anything that tells me if it's his vehicle or he's standing next to somebody else's vehicle. <laughs> Either way, it's cool as hell. Uh, the only thing that I could find is there's audio of him in a Nissan Quest where he's talking about how much he's like a car fanatic. So I'm assuming maybe it's his ride. Which is pretty amazing for uh, TTZ32, um, you know. So uh, Joe Carey, who's uh, born 1992, 30 years old, um, was captured again next to this vehicle. Um, and again, I'm still trying to get a lot of data. I, I, I did. I thought this was California, but I think somebody had um, when I was probing somebody I, had treated me wrong so if anybody's got any data on it definitely yeah. let me know i so. was trying to look at that license plate and i was like where you know typically you see a lot of license plates no matter what state you're in it doesn't look familiar to me and I, if anybody knows in the comments please add it we'll uh, we'll call you out if you know yeah. what state that license plate is in yeah. um mm -hmm. go ahead yeah, I was going to say, this isn't the first time Stranger Things had Nissan in it. I believe, actually, there was a Z that was caught up in the uh, – in a, a Datsun Z uh, made its way in one of the Stranger Things episodes oh. in the last season. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm – I think this will probably be the last we see of anything <laughs> or Nissan related, according to Stranger Things. But it was yeah. kind of cool to see that, you know, there's people in Hollywood that are still, um, you know, fanatics of good Nissans, good Datsuns out there, whether they be trucks, Zs. But, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, you know, kind of probed the question like, man, yes. other people out there. Uh, Who else from show business are Nissan fanatics in general is what I was thinking. But, yeah. Ah, so yeah, yeah, that's actually a pretty good question. Like, so who in Hollywood were also self-proclaimed Nissan and Datsun nerds? Ah, all right. Hmm. Well, keep in mind also crowd that's on with us here tonight. If you know of anybody, throw it on. I'm gonna say I yeah. know about uh, Mr. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. He was a Z32, Z31, Z31 guy. In college, I remember that. Um, I seen the yeah, picture. Z thirty one. I saw the photos. Um, yeah, Z thirty one was topless. I think Matthew McConaughey was also topless at the time. Uh, don't ask me why I know that. It's uh, but yeah. it's burned into my brain because of the car. <laughs> because of the car. And the car. It's all about the car, people. It's all about the car. That's it. And then I'm trying to remember who else. Oh, I saw, I read an article here the other day. Brad Pitt. Actually, uh, when he was doing, when he was trying to get his breakout roles, he rolled in a Datsun, and from what I can gather, it's a Datsun, um, early Datsun truck that was silver that he hmm. named Runaround Sue. Um, from what I remember, I think it's a 521. 
but I could be wrong. I, I've yet That's to find any photos on this or any other information on it, but that was one that sticks out of my mind. You got anything, Mike? I, and I should know some more of these. You know, we, we, we did uh, over as well over a year ago, we did like Hollywood <laughs> fans, you know, Oh, yeah, so yeah. Ah, go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. Once they're coming in, someone called me out already. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. All right. Uh, Paul mentioned he goes. Michael J. Fox used to have a Z32 TT. Nice. Um, I'm gonna say random Facebook user <laughs> said Peter North. Um, <laughs> That's famous for his um, his uh, uh, adult piping tutorials. No. Oh. I'm here to I'm here to check your toe. I'm here to fix your pipes. But um, yes, Mr. Peter North, who was of the adult film industry, was also a Z32 <laughs> fanatic. Um, and that car came up for sale a number of years back. And I wish that I knew who owned the car because we could take a black light to the entire yeah. interior. Of the car. <laughs> Bet you it looked like a Jackson Pollock painting. That's what I was thinking. For, and for somebody who doesn't know, be like, man, this Peter guy sure likes yogurt. It's just <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving uh, on. Yeah, yeah, Chris Carl said uh, Paul Newman. I'm going to yes. say wonk, wonk there, Chris Carl. Uh, you could have done better, all right? Oh, every, um, well, yeah. Uh, Sean Buck. I don't know about yeah. Jared from Subway commercials, and I feel like it's he's baiting us, and I'm gonna walk. I away feel from like him. maybe that's Sean's best friend. Is that he, he's not, stop? Just, stop! Ah, stop! stop. stop. All right, all right, all right. But yeah, if you can come up with anybody throughout the show that's a also a Nissan fanatic in any capacity, <laughs> let us know. Um, Soon K, I, I totally forgot about. I mean, obviously he's like the number one. Of course, Fuguzi. Yes, yes, Fuguzi. I, I do enjoy. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I I know there's other guys that are out there that are – oh, you know who else? Um, mm. The new guy from – he was in Hot Tub Time Machine. He's also on the new Top Gear. Um, Kadattery, what, what's his name? No, no, uh, no. Uh, you're Ball talking guy. about Rob Cordry? Rob Cordry. He was also a, uh, a oh. 280Z owner. Wow. And, uh, and apparently he's looking for a 280Z now um, through the sure. rumor mill. I swear to God, because he's trying to find a project car for himself, uh, and I saw that on Oh, YouTube. well, you mentioned, and I'm sorry, I don't know this, Rob Cordry, he's part of the uh, the American Top Gear now? Yeah, that's why. That's yeah, why. Top Gear. So he's kind of yeah. tapping into what he liked as a kid, man. Well, hey, Dawson's oh, part of it, go car, for He's it. a hardcore car fanatic, I, and for those that don't know him, so yeah, but... Mm. Um, let me see here. Paul Kemper threw out Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Okay, all right. Of course. Justin Eastman got it right. He was Caldry. I, I was there. Uh, Cade Olson, Evil Knievel, rocked an S30. Man. No way. Nice. Man. I like that. Good one, Cade. Uh, all right. Oh, and uh, going back to uh, the plate. Um, Justin yeah. said it looks like a New Mexico plate. No, no, Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. You Minnesota. Want it. My bad. You're, that's, I wanted my, that's your that's your dyslexia. Yeah, you do that, or it's your dyslexia. I don't know. <laughs> well, either way. So. Yes, yes. Uh, Nelly has a three hundred ZX. Yeah. No. All right, all right. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Well, again, yep. that's that's my poking at Hollywood for the night. So moving on. Sure, no problem. Let's go ahead and get into the next uh, article as news never in sixty seconds. Uh, this one's mine, man. Real quick, Nissan Group reports their second quarter U.S. sales for 2022. Uh, this is through their uh, 
media outlets, news media outlets, uh, nissannews.com. Overall, I gotta say, people, sales numbers were in decline. Now you gotta remember we're in a recession right now too, so let's not forget that. Uh, however, there were some very good highlights that I will point out here for you guys uh, that should really show the uh, the strength that Nissan does have within the market. For example, though, the Pathfinder, uh, all new Pathfinder, is up 229%. That's over two times as much as they were sold, selling this and time last that. year. <laughs> yes. Uh, very, very good. Also, the new all-new Frontier up 33% from this time last year. Uh, the Ultima up 35% from this time last year. And uh, one also good mention from the Infinity Division, the QX55. This is a new model. I believe it, I want to say it replaced, the. Uh, I think, the QX50. Correct me if I'm wrong. But up 99%, almost double. So that is some good highlights from Nissan. Um if uh, again, you gotta look ultimate, at the market. Big ultimate energy pushing thirty five percent. Yeah, that's right. You got that big ultimate energy going on big with that thirty. Energy, get it Woo. out there, baby. Sell those cars. <laughs> so, um, I'm just gonna make a quick note here. I'm not gonna drop an article or anything, but okay. um, you know, on that on that note. You know that you have manufacturers that are actually starting to kind of get into assisting uh, the chip shortage out there, which is kind of hindering some of these new cars like the new Z make yeah. its way to dealerships. Um, so, um, you know, we've talked about manufacturers and and. Um, suppliers for the industry that are actually trying to ramp up production we've talked about this probably in the last what year probably it's been mike oh it's Maybe. ongoing since the since ongoing. the pandemic started let's say that yeah so bosch actually stepped up in a big way and they are going to be dedicating three billion that's with the b billion billion to ramp up chip production on their side in an effort to kind of help with the auto industry now um of course this isn't just the auto industry it's going into everything else multifaceted but again you know to see that uh, to see a need trying to fill it makes sense. But again, um, so these things of chip shortages may not be as far away and filling that need and that demand as people may think. So it might happen quickly. Who knows? But again, hopefully that does happen because we need to get some Z's in the dealership. And on that note, I do have something else that I kind of need to talk about. Sure. Um, so, Apparently, uh, the new Z dealer allocation has been leaked, um, and I'll let Mike. You can kind of throw up the article there uh, in the in the background. Sure. But apparently, there's an allocation formula that's been leaked. So, uh, and I'm going to just read this out to you verbatim. So, the sport model and the performance uh, model or trim models uh, will be prioritized based on dealers. Um, 370Z retail sales from uh, 2018 and 2020. However, all dealers will receive at least one vehicle during the launch period. That is, That was the initial claim. Um, now, dealers uh, with 10-plus retail sales um, from the 2018-2020 period will receive one limited edition proto-spec unit 
Um, each, in addition to sport and performance allocations, dealers with 30-plus sales during that period will receive an additional proto-spec unit. Um, so they'll basically have two in total. So proto-spec production is limited to 240 units. Magic yeah. number. Now, keep in mind the original goal was to hit that. Um, that chip shortage that we just talked about, that may change that just a little bit um, because originally that was the goal that may not happen. But again, that was the hopeful goal. Again, if chip production does ramp up, maybe that will change. Now availability will be excluded from this formula during the launch phase. Allocation is expected to revert to NNA's general ongoing allocation methodology after all trims have been available for approximately approximately 90 days. Uh, the first dealer offerings will, which includes proto-spec trim vehicles only, is scheduled to open in August of 2022. Those are the first dealer offerings for sport models and performance trim vehicles will come at a later date. That's... More information will be shared at a later time. Wholesale release of the all-new 2023 Nissan Z is tentative at this point, but scheduled for August 22nd or August of uh, in this year. I personally think that's going to be pushed back a little bit okay well i was thinking about august 2022 that's as little as two weeks from now and of you mentioned the the proto spec being the first edition essentially the first cars being uh released uh given to dealers and it's based on performance i do admire that that it's performance based if your salesmen yeah. were still there and they're the guys slapping on the hood and say you need this brand new z even though they've been out for 12 years hey props to them for being able to sell these things man so I they deserve this, yeah um, something similar like this happened with the gtr so you know those that can move them the fastest which makes sense those mm -hmm. that were known to, to move these gtr models the fastest we're kind of getting inundated with the gtr availability now that didn't mean that GTR um, GTR options couldn't be when it was healthy and there, there was a lot of availability to the market. It didn't mean that those dealerships couldn't offer or purchase those um, to have them in the showrooms. But if you know anything about the way kind of dealerships work internally is they will, they will purchase the vehicle and then not necessarily make it available for sale. They'll showroom it for a while as a, mm -hmm. as a key feature, which makes sense. Why wouldn't you do something like the GTR or the models? Yeah, I think something like that's going to happen at a dealership. I can't see them wanting to get rid of those models unless, you know, early on, unless a, a customer kind of comes and they just with a, with a blank check at that point. And at that point, and it, and it yeah. does happen, you know, that this happens with a lot of, um, you know, cars that are kind of high priority for people to pick up Shelby's Hellcats. Dare I say, even the original beetle, when it hit, I remember <laughs> stories. I know it's going to sound crazy, but I have friends that own Volkswagen dealerships and they talked about when the beetle came out, there was people that came to the dealership that were paying fifty, sixty thousand dollars for the, for the verse, for, for the, for that for the, the exclusivity of having the first Beetle, if you will. Wow. Um, and it's true. And I swear to God, it's all about exclusivity, you know, and and I applaud the ballers out there that want to go for that. But They, uh, they want to flex know, like that? God help them. You, you go you ahead. You want to flex out there and do it, but I will say it, it was pretty pimp. 
So yeah. I, I wish that Nissan was doing a, a pre-sell on this, but again, unfortunately on this rollout of the Z, it, it just didn't occur. But again, yeah. eventually you can go drool on these in the dealerships, give it time people, and they will be available for you. So very true. Very true. Uh, Good article, man. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Of course, uh, I like to remain hopeful no matter what happens. Again, you mentioned the production of chips. If they if they can support the uh, the new Z coming out uh, sooner or more more units sooner, I'm all for it. Um, let's uh, you know, we should do some hunting just to see who who in our town has will have a, a few Zs. Uh, maybe we can be, maybe we can con them into a, a test drive, man. Dealers all throughout Texas, actually. I've yeah. been keeping an eye on who I think is going to get it, and then when they do, we'll make note of it. Um, I I think we'll probably we'll add it as part of our Z Watch um, yes. as it kind of ends, it, it finishes up here because we've been doing Z Watch. And I feel like a year and a half, two years. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's been a long, and I I'm kind of. I'm not not to be rude. I'm not done talking about the new Z, but we've definitely promoted it here pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, when it finally hits the the the, the local um, events here in Texas, we'll definitely let people know. If it happens any other places in your area, we'll ask people to kind of comment if they want to go and see the new Z at the a little more of a local venue. So at the dealerships. But on that note. We are done with news. Never in 60 seconds. On to motorsports. Motorsports. Um, the lead here a little bit, Mike. Um, motorsports sure. for us. Super GT is what I normally kind of comment upon. Unfortunately, we got nothing coming out right now. We got a little bit more of a, a time span. We will have one more episode before uh, the next GT race that will be coming up. I will definitely give you all the details, the updates, and we will, of course, uh, link you to all the live racing through the Facebook page and anything else that we have with media for Nissan nerd podcast. But for right now, I got nothing, but Mike, I know you've got an up to, um, uh, actually a race that we need to cover for formula E. We do. We do. Uh, somewhat of an update. You're right. Similar to what's happening with, uh, super GT. There is, there has not been a formula E race since the last time we spoke. However, there is one happening this weekend, July 16th through 17th, happening in the streets of New York. We're talking about rounds 11 and 12, uh, streets of New York. This is happening specifically at the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal, uh, very, very close to, uh, I think, across the river from Manhattan. It's very, very close. I've heard it's very, very scenic. Uh, for those uh, who may have been, maybe you guys can uh, let us know. Uh, however, this track in general, though, is 14 turns, 4 to the left, 10 to the right, total of 1.44 miles. Uh, fun fact, learn this, uh, New York is the site of Nissan's first Formula E win. That was in 2018-2019 season. Kind of cool. Um, it's cool that it's on a street in New York. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's, let's give that in perspective because we're always complaining that it's so across the pond for everything. I love the fact that it's, it's stateside and it's in New York, you know, just just a shy of, um, you know, across the pond or across the the, the wake from uh, Manhattan, if you will, and yes. right in Brooklyn. And I've been to Brooklyn a number of times, and, and I kind of know some of these streets. I'm not an avid New Yorker, and some people might – you can crucify me when you see me. But again, <laughs> um, for the times that I have been, um, I, I I do like – I enjoy my time in New York. And the fact that it's something like this that can take over – 
a busy, busy section of New York like Brooklyn, mm-hmm. it is pretty amazing. So if you are in the area, I would highly recommend checking that out yep. uh, for the New York for the New York folks. So, <laughs> but, uh, um, there was something though too. Uh, you mentioned this is the only race in the United States. You're right. Uh, all, every other race. You know what's funny? In the last couple episodes, we've been talking about geography lessons. You know, happening in northern Africa and Indonesia. Well. This this week we're in we're in America. There's no need for a geography uh, lesson oh, this year. Oh, I would hope not. Then again, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're all uh, public school <laughs> taught, so hopefully everybody knows where New York is at. But uh, that's where the uh, the race is actually happening this this uh, upcoming week. Uh, just to let you know, currently Nissan is in eighth position as a constructor, uh, not too far away from taking over the seventh position. Um, However, I believe there's about 10 rounds left after this. Uh, it is going to get pretty tight here if they do plan on making an impression. I'll, I'll be honest, but uh, we will keep on. Uh, we will continue to give you this coverage uh, of, of Formula E and the Nissan Edams team. I did notice one other thing, though, too, by the way. Uh, now, where you can find this, it's still hard to find this thing, especially live. If you go to the site, just for those who are interested, uh, CBS Sports app is where you can go to find it. Uh, I believe these races are on Saturday and, and Sunday, back-to-back. And uh, I actually, I, this last week, I was on Hulu just randomly, and there was a really, really nice Formula E uh, recap of the season so far. It was about 45 minutes or something like that. It was nice. I really enjoyed it. It was live. That was the thing. It wasn't like on demand to where I could just watch it from the beginning, which was unfortunate. I wish it was. Uh, but I do encourage you guys. I think a lot of you guys probably have Hulu. Keep an eye out. You might see a good uh, Formula E recap. If you are interested, this could be the uh, the gateway drug into the Formula E addiction. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, so. the other thing too is if you aren't, you know, if you don't follow Formula E um, or you're looking at trying to, uh, you know, just follow the series or you want to maybe even get involved a little bit, there is a way you can get involved. It's actually called Fan Boost. Um, oh. You actually vote for your favorite driver, which, duh, if you're listening to this episode, um, it better be the Nissan team. Um, <laughs> I stop listening right now. But again, uh, you can Fan Boost. What Fan Boost is, is actually gives the drivers um, a little bit of, just like it sounds, a boost yes. from the fans. Um, of energy uh, when they need it because again we are talking E type and I know it seems something kind of weird but you can learn about Fan Boost and and how you can assist the Nissan team um, on the page and uh, if you subscribe they'll actually send you reminders hey Fan Boost is coming up help your favorite team and uh, yeah get off your tail help the (laughs) Nissan team let them win Rollins been kicking tail this year so boom I hate to break it to you, Mize. Rollins no longer on the Edams team. It's I mean, that uh, rolled like, Gunther uh, and Buemi. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Buemi's Buemi's he's I. Mm. But uh, Gunther's been kicking tail uh, over the last season. Again, I was just watching the race, the most recent race. There's sparks of es- excellence in every race and or qualifying events. <laughs> it's just the consistency. But they're working on it. Let's just keep. Let's keep that high note going. You know what I mean? I feel so. like you're trying to silence me. I feel like you're trying no. to. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I'm trying to end on a high note. You know when when you're you have an employee when you have a subordinate that's not doing so well. You got to end on a high note. That's what I'm trying to. <laughs> Boy, I me, mean, if you're listening right now, we support you always. Yes. I'm just saying, pick up your feet. All right. That's all. It is. All right. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, moving on, I do have uh, another update on the Centra Cup. Uh, can I share oh, that nice. with you? Yeah, yes. 
Now, again, sadly, uh, there has not been an act any action since the last episode. However, rounds 5 and 6 happen July 22nd through the 24th. That is uh, about a week from now, week and a half from now. It'll be part of the Summer Classic Race Weekend uh, happening, of course, in, Can in Canada. This is a Canadian league. Uh, let's see here. Uh... Now, I do want to mention one thing. Uh, this article came to me this week. And I I'll be honest, man, this article fired me up you know because last episode we were talking about how much this this guy this specific driver his name is stefan radzinski radzinski i believe and how he is running circles pr practically uh, around a lot of centras uh in a micra this guy has a car that's 100 horsepower less than his competitors and he is resulting in these amazing track times and he has very very good results Again, for anybody's interested, check out the last episode. But uh, there was a news article. I'm going to share it to you here up front. Uh, it says here that our, my boy, essentially uh, Stefan Radzinski, was penalized for the last round, round four, uh, for, for jumping the start of the race. Mm. Yes. Now, because of that, he went from second place to 23rd place. And I'm, that's a huge jump. I don't know. I guess whatever calculation there is, whatever the stewards suggested the the uh, penalty be, it resulted him in being in 23rd place. And wait, he, hold on, hold on. 23rd place. Nah. The number. You no, know, but I'm serious. Like for well, there, it's two things. Two, three. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Go ahead with your nerd. <laughs> but. but but let's talk about it like this. They bumped him down that many positions. Twenty-one positions. Now it could. Now I did not look at the specific times. You know, a lot of times in most, at least uh, like F1, for example, they'll give you a penalty of so many seconds. Now I it. I, I don't know. I mean, that, I can't imagine. Like a, it's a disqualification. It's a stiff penalty. I'll tell you that. And for jumping the start. And let me say this again. This this guy, uh, Stefan Rudzinski. Let's let's just. Let's just kind of recap what he's doing. Let's talk about his greatness. Let's, yes, let's yes. Let's put him on a pedestal for four seconds. Let's talk Go about ahead. this. Like, start with your crush. Go on. In, <laughs> in round four, his last, his best lap time was 209.581. Okay, that's just a number. He was one second off from the fastest Sentra driver who was uh, of that round, which was Kevin King. One, uh, less than one second off. Again, in a micro, a micro, a micro versus and a micro. The rest of the packs running a Sentra. Yes, a hundred horsepower less. That's not it's, it's across the board. It's an underpowered car, and he is uh, essentially the second fastest car of the round, less than one second off in a Sentra. That's the first thing. Now, when you compare him with other max, other micros, anyway, he's eight seconds faster than the second fastest micro. That's how bad. This has, that's how crazy this guy is sending this car. I, I almost want to meet the guy. I just want to. I want to see him in action, man. I want to see like he's driving it like he stole it, in my opinion. And I'm impressed personally. And when you look at this greatness, and you're telling me that he's penalized so stiffly for jumping the start, it's like. <sighs> You're throwing stuff around. You think jumping to start? You think jumping to start led to that greatness of the entire track? Like, no. This guy. You know what? I really hope he redeems himself in the up in the upcoming rounds. Let's just say that. Um, I will say that the upcoming rounds again are happening in about a week and a half, July 23rd to the 24th. 
I am going to be looking on this guy. I want him to redeem himself. I want him. I want people to remember his name just by how how awesomely that he's driving. How badass anyway, he is. So. Otherwise, yes. or I'm gonna, I feel like you're going to throw an or else out there. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Mike's like, I'm not saying I'm going to hurt anybody, uh, but I'm just saying, man, you're a little uh, you're a little protective mother right there. Well, I yes. you know I, I I just get passionate about racing. That's you know <laughs> right now. And I'm going to say this. Uh, this guy doesn't even know that you're a super fan. <laughs> and I'm just. Right? Like, hey. I'm not saying it's weird what I'm just well, saying. Well, I'm just no, saying. I, I've never. First of all. Okay. Go, all right. Go ahead. My apologies. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get hurt. All right. Let me just say I've never met the guy, I've never seen video of the guy. You, I mean, it's based on the numbers. Based on skills That's alone. A, yes, just based, put that on paper. You should be impressed. That's all I'm saying, man. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. for not releasing the reason for the disqualification, I'm going to go ahead and throw a little bit of... Um, Shame. Shame. On the out there for Cup. the uh, Centric Cup uh, stewards out there. Maybe you're getting a little too harsh. Maybe you don't need to lead with an iron fist. But either <laughs> way, um, we'll see if we can track down uh, Mr. Rosinski and give him a little kudos. Say we talked yes. about him on the podcast and just say, hey, bro, we got yeah. you, homie. I, if Go not, right I want to know more. No matter what, I want to know more. But I would. And that's another thing, similar to what's happened with Formula E, the Center Cup is not very easy to watch live, and their recaps are are behind. And, and again, it's a grassroots league. You can't blame them. It's, it's not that. It's just that it takes time for it to be released. So once we see the footage, I want to know more, and I, I will be looking at this. Oh, well, Jesus Christ. Watch out, everybody. Mike is watching this. Get the microphone, right. micro, uh, <laughs> microphone glass. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, little news also. Now, talking about Nissan Sentra, to end on a positive note. Yeah. Um, so you had dropped a, a bomb on me the other day that Freddie Hunt, um, son of legendary James Hunt, um, is going to be competing in Nissan Sentra Cup. Is this next year? This is actually happening for two rounds of this entire season. So he's not as he's not enrolled in the entire season uh, of of Centra Cup uh, this year. Uh, he will be competing in round seven and eight uh, of the Centra Cup, which specifically is August fifth through seventh. Um, again, uh, Freddie Hunt is the son of legendary British uh, F one driver and champion James Hunt. If anybody's seen the movie Rush. Uh, that is uh, the character played by uh, oh god, who's Thor again? I uh, what was that? Who <sighs> played with it? Uh, Paul Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Paul Rubens plays Thor, Paul and Rubens he plays from, uh, he plays uh, pr- he played James Hunt in the movie Rush. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Freddie Hunt in general, though. Uh, <laughs> Helmsworth. Helmsworth. Helmsworth, yes. A random Facebook user told us that it's Helmsworth. Okay, okay. Now, you got to think about this, and this is what I really like about it. How you said this is a, uh, I think, a positive or a sentimental note about the Center Cup, which I really appreciated, though. Uh, now, you got to understand that James Hunt passed away at the age of 45 from a heart attack. He led, if you know, a very wild uh, lifestyle, and it did catch up to him, unfortunately. At that time, Freddie was only five years old. So, essentially, didn't have much of a connection with his dad. 
aside from motorsports. And then here he is. I mean, this is his connection with his dad. It's 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 motorsports, and I think that's very sentimental and and very appreciative. I I really enjoy this story, and um, I really wish him luck uh, in the Centra Cup. And uh, actually, I'm here. I'm looking at the patches. He's got his dad's patches. What did it say? Sex Breakfast of Champions. That was his thing. That was his dad's uh, patch. There, I see it here you in know, the picture. I I saw him in something recently where he was racing in a series, and yeah, he he still he he had the livery from his father. Um, and he was young. He was really, really young um, when he originally uh, when he started getting into racing. I mean, I mean, he was in his, I think he was in his teens at the time because now he's thirty five because he was born in eighty seven. And okay. uh, yeah, this was young, and because I've been, I, I followed the Hunt family because, needless to say, there's Freddie, but there's also Tom who didn't follow really a, a, a racing career path. He, I think he's more of like a filmmaker or something, mm. and. Um, but he actually started off in racing quite early. I mean, he did karting and then 2007 and he's, he did a pretty good, he was impressive out of the box for a while. Cause I followed him for a while. I mean, who doesn't, who wouldn't follow him. Right. But, um, and I, I know, I felt like he had a, he did good. And then he had a slum like in 2017 through like 2020 mm-hmm. when he got in a really competitive market, which was a really competitive racing, which is a lot of the Euro stuff. Cause I know he went to, he was in GT4 for a while. And when he went Porsche GT4, he just had a, had a run of bad races. And then um, he started uh, moving and trending back up into, into winning races again. So um, yeah. So, I mean, we, we mm-hmm. talked about this kind of offline yeah. where, but I mean, it's interesting to see him come into um, Centric Cup. I mean, he could get in there as a seasoned racer because he's been racing for. That was, you're right. Uh, I mean, probably if you think about it, he's probably been racing for coming on maybe two decades. Well, this article mentions that he has competed in over 100 national and international races before now. Yeah. So he is experienced. Uh, now, as far as within how long, but regardless, that's that's experience. So this is not his uh, – it's not like he's just trying to get his entry into this thing. He's, uh, he, I think he's got some pretty ambitious uh, expectations of himself when he gets in there. You know, Center Club, at least from – Again, seeing this uh, from a distance, it being somewhat of a grassroots that's a, league. That's you know? really a big name, though, to also bring on to Nissan Central Cup. And this probably won't be the last. I mean, you know, the the, the Central Cup is is getting up there in popularity, and I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, it's, a, it's a great series. One of these days, we got to make our way up there and uh, and go check out one of these races. And you know, you can, get, um, you can get you can get your uh, favorite driver to sign your chest. <laughs> I want to meet the guy, man. Let's have him on the podcast, man. That would be fun. But All fun. Right, I'll By the way, hunt this dude down. So. Yeah. I will say though, let's just say as a final note, uh, Freddie Hunt, son of James Hunt. I'm pretty sure he's got a lot of stepbrothers he doesn't know about. I'm just going to say, you know, you know, the, the, the patch on his uniform says it all already. You know, his dad, you know what I mean? So he's, he's probably got some brothers, you know. <laughs> on that note, yes. you know, we'll leave it at that. Um, ben actually dropped a few notes. I wanted to go back a little bit. Ben said, fun facts. I recently got to stay a night in Brent Lunger's 
prior home, uh, he was the one of the, the gentlemen that removed Nicky Lauda from his uh, F1 car. Wow. I'm assuming we're talking about the infamous F1 car um, that uh, caught fire, uh, you, which you can also oh. see in the Rush movie. So, yeah, pretty cool. Wow. Good job, man. Nice. I'm sure that was a hell of a story. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, um, on that note, we're going to move forward a little bit. We got yes. a lot going on tonight, and we also have um, some special guests that we're going to be having on with us here tonight. It's about that time, right, Mike? Yes, it is. Let's go ahead and jump into this one now. Um, let's just start off by saying that um, this is car show season. This is car festival season. You know, we, you got to think about this. You know, we were sitting here in the same spot in February and January waiting for car show season to start and here we are we're, we're in it so uh zcon which is the uh z car convention uh hosted by the zcca here in the u.s is honestly 10 days away and uh fortunately we've we've befriended and and hopefully they still like us uh a few of the prime uh event organizers uh, specifically uh, of this uh at this year's convention so we want to talk zcon that's what we're going to do uh let's go ahead and uh, i'll share here boom zcon 2022 we're going to speak with chris carl and robbie atchinson uh, about zcon 22 let's go ahead and start off i want to bring on chris uh let's 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 get some talking here and uh let's do some catching up here so uh chris you there hey guys how are we doing great oh, man that's Thanks. the background. <laughs> like Miles, he, Miles, I was going to have a snack later, but I don't need to now. <laughs> no, your entire uh, – this actually keeps me thin. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I vomit every time I have to look at Miles that. specifically places his head just in the right portion of that picture, which I enjoy. Show. Yeah, I appreciate right? that he's facing away from the, the picture, he's, the portrait. He's yeah, he's below the belly button, but above the knees. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> There's nothing to see back there, so you're fine. Uh, Good to see you guys again. Yes, yes. Thank you for being here. Uh, again, uh, I, I had this whole uh, intro I wanted to have some fun with, but I'll just say, coming from streaming from Ohio, uh, you've been a Z enthusiast for over three decades. You've been executive director of the ZCCA for over fifth for the past fifteen years. I want to say this is your fifteen year as an officer of the ZCCA. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, um, Chris, absolutely. random Facebook user, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not sure how I earned that privilege, but I'll take it. I've been called worse. <laughs> uh, one thing that I did, you know, I, I try to, you know, catch up. This isn't the first time you've been on the show. Thank you for coming back, by the way. Just, I mean, Miles, and uh, Miles, you and I should be pleasure. thankful. Yeah, just the fact that he wants to come back, man. But uh, I was listening to the other episode. We The other episode was really, really good. For those listening, uh, if you're new to the show, check out episode 12. That's the one I listened to this week. And uh, we did, a, I, I mean, Chris, you did a great job explaining the history of the ZCCA, uh, the history of ZCon, kind of how everything kind of formed and, and, and has become what it is today. So if anybody who's interested, please check out that episode. Uh, really good. I was trying to catch up just to see. And the, the one thing that, that struck me, I was thinking about it, is that you mentioned at in that episode that uh, you, you have children uh, that are in college, I believe. College? Yes. One and, finished four year, one's two years into the payment plan. Got two more oh. years. <laughs> I'm sure you've got the uh, the the 
the marks on the wall. Your tally in the days left. The hash marks. Yes, yes. <laughs> Can't you mentioned that there was a, a, a promise that you gave them that it, if if and when when they graduate college that you would offer them a selection of your one of your current cars. It's, yeah, it's a two part. It's a two part carrot. So the carrot okay. had two thing, two strings attached. The first was get out of college. The second was get your first big girl job. Right, get your life uh, on track. And they they pretty much were. We have eleven Z's. I think whew. eight of them run. So out of the eight, there That's are good odds. Are off, there are two that are off the table just because they're dangerous. They're too much horsepower. But gotcha. uh, the rest are fair game. If they, they get that first big job. You well, know. let's also talk about the fact that you've trained your daughters to kill a man in four seconds as well. <laughs> Both um, are second degrees in Taekwondo. Yeah. And I, good, I almost good, don't good job. When I, see them, when I see them, I'm like, hey, what's, I'm like, just, yeah. cool. like we'll, right. we'll keep that space because I don't want them to like scissor kick me in the head. Uh, and I'm just, uh, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying currently you still own the Z's. You, you want, neither of them have uh, left yet. the garage yet. Okay. Do, they, do you imagine? still have driving privileges, guys. It's not like they don't own them. I mean, they, they go out. The, the 95, I think, is the favorite. My Nismo 370 gets some use. They like those two. They have the smoothest transmissions. They don't, uh, they don't like risk. Nismo, by the way. They don't risk being left on the side of the road as much. As <laughs> Good point. That's always nice when you when, – uh... Yeah, selecting a car. Yeah, the, the odds of it leaving you stranded. Hopefully, yeah. and, and you mentioned eight out of eleven cars run. That that, that is I get, I only own three or three, and you've got better percentages than I do, man. So props on that one, man. <laughs> My game's been improving this year. We took a couple and uh, marked it up. I was barely a fit, uh, right around that fifty percent mark coming into twenty twenty two, but we're getting there. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, do you imagine there being a third stipulation whenever the second one's been mint? <laughs> no. no. I'm, I'm ready to thin the herd a little. I love them all. But at okay. the end of the day, uh, I really want them to enjoy it. I want them to, you know, start their own path. My Z journey started at 16. They've been coming to Z cons and Z events all across, you know, the myriad of regional events since, gosh, since they were babies and strollers. It's one of the things that spawned having more than one Z. That's that's wonderful, man. That's awesome, man. That's well, that's great, man. I really hope uh, they get what they want and you get what you want. Sounds like it's just it's working out. It's working well as planned. Sounds like a mutual beneficial thing. So yes, you yeah, give it's a me, lot of fun, guys. I, I mean, it's, you, it's a lifestyle. Uh, Mm -hmm. no, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and you've been holding the torch for for everybody for so long. I mean, you you really are the voice for uh, for a lot of us. Um, yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to the Z community. So no, yeah. it's, and it's not You've got a good team guys. It's uh and I will yeah. say, when I say voice, keep in mind, you are the voice, but there's 4 billion complaining, grouchy Z people in your ear. And you've got to basically take it's, I, I would have probably associated to like a mental health patient, just all these voices in his head. And then he's just kind of like, Somehow so, still communicate oh, yeah. with the rest of the world. Well, I don't. I don't mind. Every everybody has something they want to talk about. I think the one, if there was one, if I could take it and reduce the volume, it would be the random four to five Z owners across the world per day, per day, mm. reach out and say, "Hey, can you help me sell my Z?" 
Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you want to push those my way. Maybe I could try to. Uh, I usually yeah. push them to their local clubs if those pop up, or yeah, push them to. That's their the way to do it. So. Group or Right. Good point. I mean, that's the least you can do, right? I mean, the easiest. Like I said, five a day. That's a lot, I mean, especially when you've got life and, you know, you, you're just trying to handle life, you know. Yeah. As a prior club president myself, locally, yep. Mike as well, we mm-hmm. would occasionally get those. And then we would try to help people um, uh, move towards that avenue of selling them because you don't realize it, what's on the end of that conversation. But believe mm-hmm. me, it's like somebody held – imagine you, like – you passing away and then your family doesn't know what to do with the car, but they know that it should go to somebody that would appreciate the vehicle. So I, I used to get those emails and it would be somebody like, this is my grandfather's car. He bought it new. Um, mm-hmm. And it really oh, needs to go to somebody that needs a little bit of work or whatever it may be. And those are still very common things that filter through, I'm assuming a lot more with frequency, a lot more for the ZCA. But again, this is the point and one of the reasons why you need to be in a local club to where you're at. If you don't have a local club, start one up again, get on the ZCA's radar, get, just pay your normal registrations. And you, what was the, uh, we talked about this before. What does Mm -hmm. it take to be a ZCCA um, approved club in your area? It's an astounding investment. You need to have a minimum of 10 members who actually are willing to take their dues and split $3, $3 annually in this economy. Yeah. So it costs about the, the entry price to be a ZCCA club is $30 per year base level. Now you, you can wrap that up and get some other benefits and whatnot, but that that's how you can get. get and I'll tell you what, I mean, me and Mike actually met through our local club and we've been the best of friends ever since then. The best uh, friends I have in, in my life guys are from this community. Me too. So, Amen, man. Yeah. And again, this is the Z community. There are other communities that are available. There are legitimate, um, like S, um, S30, S13, uh, or I'm just saying S chassis, S chassis folks. There's GTR clubs that are available in your area. Again, we always try to promote clubs in your area, legitimate clubs that are recognized because there is a difference. There, so a very about. noticeable difference too. And within the CCCA, once you if you uh, are so ha- are so fortunate to to kind of get into that community, you'll find those what I might call them sub communities of the ZCCA. You're gonna see. You just go to any parking lot. You're gonna see the group of of S30s. You walk over there. You're gonna meet those guys. You know, it's it, it's it's all there, man. Yes. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, everybody's got a Z story too. Their their grandmother or their you know their dad or their aunt. Somebody had a Datsun or or a Z or some some tie back. It's amazing just because these cars have been around for so long, right? Yep. What sports car has got a 50-year-plus lineage? That's incredible. It's yeah. – I, I truly – yeah, I'm, 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 I feel very fortunate to have been – to have and again, found – And on that note, yeah. Yeah, and on that note, thank you, Chris, for thank taking you. a lot of feedback from the community and kind of helping to – I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but you have a lot of insight on what – you know, the new Z um, possibly could be or what people would appreciate, um, especially with this new Z. I mean, uh, they definitely took the focal point from yourself and a few other folks. But again, thank you for being that voice for us. Um, if I haven't already said that enough. So um, now on that note, you have a we have a guest that also needs to kind of come on with us today um, yes. that is um, 
uh, is going to be handling this year's Zika mention. Absolutely. He's the, he's the lead guy. Yep. Yep. So, uh, I, good point. I'll bring him on here. Uh, the pride of Alabama, president of the iron city, Z, uh, iron city car club, chairman of ZCon 2022. Let's bring on Robbie Atchison. Boom. Hey guys. What's up? <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Right. The first time it's iron city Z club. Iron City Z Club, yes sir, yes sir. He so wants to be a, a promoter of like uh, he just wants to I be mean, like a fighting promoter. I wanted to be the guy. Yeah, let's get ready to rumble and uh, intercontinental champion. Something you need to about Robbie, guys. Rob, Robbie's kind of a big deal. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You may see that on a show yeah, this year. Just ask me. I'll tell you. <laughs> hailing from parts unknown yeah. hailing from parts unknown uh, <laughs> um thank you for being here robbie this is your first time on the show uh, yes, i hope you uh, feel at home hope things are right i hope the, the green room had proper uh, pretzels and uh and uh ginger ale and oh yeah virtual go from there. ginger ale yes oh no problem now, this was funny because when you texted me, when we were texting earlier this week, and you said, hey, well, Thursday is our monthly car club, and I'm president. I have to be there, yeah. but I also want to do the podcast. So yeah. that takes some timing, man. How did that work out for you tonight? So we moved the meeting up uh, an hour earlier and um, actually extended it by an hour earlier. So I showed up an hour earlier. Folks that could show up met me. Um, I hung out, talked with a little bit, you know, some of them, made some dinner. Uh I'm the chairman. I've got some Zcon merchandise here, so to get my guys excited and gals, Texas, yeah. um, I brought them some of the merch we have to show them, you know, what we're going to have at a Zcon. So, uh, made a quick appearance and uh, right. you know, fired them up or whatever, and then headed home. Get on this show. Gotcha, man. Thank, thank you for being here. That, that's a good point, though. I never, I, I didn't think about that till now. I almost feel bad now because the, <laughs> the club. The club meeting just before the big event, no matter what it is, like Miles and I, we had like Nismo Fiesta for a little while. Yeah. It's that last meeting that you, it's, it's that the, last it's like rally of the troops. The, yeah. 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 The rally of the troops. My apologies, man. But I mean, oh. again, yeah, th thank you. It I'm glad we were turned able to out great. Um, we had a great turnout. We had about 20 people and four new people showed up. So we might get some new members out of this. Excellent. That's great, man. I, I hope they're with us. Uh, if, if if anybody of you guys are from the Australia, Australia, Alabama group, come in the, into the comments. That's uh, we'll, we'll we'll give you a shout out, man. By the way, just saying. Yeah. Um, I, I know in the past we we've talked about Chris, uh, how he got started in the Z Club. Uh, this is our first talking, first time talking with you. Uh, how how did you find the Z World? What happened? What's what's your story? Uh -huh. Uh, well, I was into motorcycles for, uh, and I still am, but uh, I had a young son that rode motorcycles with me, starting when he was 14, because in Alabama, you can get your motorcycle license at 14. We rode street bikes. Uh, at 16, I, you have to have a, a small sport bike, like a 125 or something. But anyway, uh, he turned 16, and I got him a bigger sport bike. And uh, we were riding, and he started riding on his own. Uh, he had his fourth wreck. And mom said no more. Um, and it was a super nice bike. I got such a great deal on it. Uh, and I had it fully insured. And so I wound up with some insurance money after he totaled his bike. 
and I saw a Z convertible on Auto Trader back then. If you guys remember that website, uh, uh, the, the, the paper version. No, no, it was the no. website. But, okay, okay, okay. Uh, it was before Facebook Marketplace and I see cars and all that. But okay, you're called. We uh, refer to them as the sacred texts. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So drove to uh, Lynchburg, Tennessee, um, which is where it was. Bought it, drove it home, and the rest is history. Nice, nice. Yeah. And what's the model? What, did, did you say? Uh, made it's model? a '93 uh, Z32 convertible. Convertible. Yeah. That was the first year of the convertible too. It, it was. Yeah. So yeah, and it's you know it was a uh, my youngest son is real big into the Z community, not the one that crashed the motorcycles, but uh, my youngest son and we uh, did a lot of father son projects on that thing, so it needed a lot of work when we got it. And, I was going to say, know. did you get it with the typical? Um, hanging loose like a like an old pair of underwear rooftop that just kind of just like an old burnt out sock. It, you, I'm assuming you had to get a hat, replace the whole roof like you have to do for every convertible. It wasn't quite as bad as you described it, but I have replaced the top. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for those that don't know, you'll only know the love of a convertible if you've ever owned one and then had to replace the top, I did it myself and it was probably the worst Z32 part replacement. I, I would rather pull an engine. <laughs> that, that's saying something. Wow. I'll tell you, I started replacing my own top. I got it off and realized I had to, with I the boom, the <laughs> and I found a convertible shop to pick it up where I left off. And so I took the, car to him and the new top in a box and he's like yeah i could do it and i was like you're my man mine i try to do it tight and i did it successfully but it was like a like a old soggy boob it was just like it was not it was not right sorry did i say that that, right? that goes our rating miles yeah that goes uh -huh. our rating my apologies kids my apologies put the kids to bed but how the underside <laughs> look where you have to yeah. do all that glue edging that's that's, yeah. that's, that's where it went south and see only like nerds would know that i'm gonna give you a little nerd yeah nerd. i didn't want to mess with the glue took it somebody <laughs> we're moving on all yeah right. so I was thinking about, you know, we, it, it wasn't too long ago. We all were together in the same area. We were at Branson Z Fest with you guys. Mm -hmm. um, I know uh, Miles, myself, we, we were preoccupied for, I would say, at least half the time with, uh, right. with an engine swap. But we did make out to a, a, a few of the events, uh, a cruise, uh, one that I ruined with an Ultima, by the way. I, sh I should say <laughs> <Wow>. that. <laughs> Ultima rental. That was, yeah. It made the event. We're I had I had a show up with we had yeah we had a show up with that big Ultima energy. That's what's going on. That's that's the that's the new trend, the new craze these days, you know. But um, no, but I actually really enjoyed it. I, I know I, with you, Chris. I mean, we were turning wrenches together. I mean, we were underneath the car trying to get that transmission in up. You know, that's one of one of the last things we were doing. And, you know, I really appreciated it because. You know, usually when anybody goes to a festival, the car is in its best condition possible because everybody, that's what everybody's trying to do before they get there, you know. So we're all enthusiasts. We're all in the same room. And typically we're just talking about what we did. Oh, we did this. We did that. And then when you actually do something where you've got tools, who's got my socket wrench, you know, something like that. It's like, that's where the rubber hits the road. You're like, I'm not saying proving things, but you're saying this, it, it is kind of that, that communal rite of passage that, 
you know, not every event has. And that's what makes Branson so unique so, as well. So for me, like that event, like us all working on cars together, which we had an opportunity to do, you get a chance to see how people work and how other nerds do their business. And to me, it's like it's an opportunity for me to pick up skills. Um, you know, cause there's always like a way that somebody does something and I'm like, you know what, that's more efficient. I'll, I'll adapt yeah. that into my repertoire of skills. And, um, and then the other thing too, is like, I've, I've never had an opportunity. I've hung out with Chris numerous times, but we've never had an opportunity to actually wrench on anything. And that was the, the that's weird, the that's what, yeah. that was the first time we'd had an opportunity to wrench on stuff. Same thing. Robbie had an opportunity to kind of see how greasy that me and Mike can actually get and, and what our comfort level of grease is. Um, and, you yeah. know, but that, that's the whole, what it kind of comes down to is we love those type of things. When we go to events, we mm -hmm. just, we, it, it is kind of a, a bonding experience, if you will. But it again, is. You know, that's the whole point, you know, things of events um, that that bring those people together. I mean, Branson just so happened to be an event where we decided to do something crazy like this for somebody else. And we came out with some pretty good success of getting that done. You know, ZCon is really no different in that respect, you know, and. Mm -hmm. I've been to, I think we all have been to a, a numerous number of Zcons, including uh, people that are commenting on with us. And that's one thing that I've always kind of held is that the Z convention is that beacon of light for the Z community. Um, I mean, Chris, you can probably attest to this. Yeah, it's uh, the the idea is to culminate all of our passions, all the social aspects of community into one week long event that blends something different from a regional perspective, as well as all those other things that we love. We love driving the cars, the group drives. We love going and and seeing what they can do at a track. We love the you know the opportunity to be social together at the banquets and the parties, and of course the car show, car shows as well. But you're right. I absolutely agree with you that those the best the best times I have are not up on stage doing opening banquet stuff. Right? It's it's walking the parking lot and the guys under his hood changing apart. And I, oh, hey, do you need help? Right? And he looks looks at us and goes, Yeah, I'd love some help. And you know, those are those moments where you make friends, you learn things, and yeah. you know, those memories stick over time it, it's crazy how quick a campfire and i mean this outside inside happens really quickly like somebody will like oh this guy's got a downed tire and that sense of community kicks in immediately um that happens at z conventions i mean um you know talking about even last year last year's z convention in colorado springs there was tons of little small things like that where somebody would break something and people out of the woodwork oh, yeah. but you know what I got stuck that. on Pike's Peak last year, right? Mm -hmm. We had dots yes. of paper blocking that couldn't get down the mountain. We, we had all sorts and of we, interesting clutch we jobs. We had to get up yeah. there, and and you know Ben Lillard from Skillard said, "You know what? Um, I, I know you guys were had something else. We're going to take your beater rental all the way up there <laughs> at that time." And he said, "You know what? Get your tails in the car. We'll all go together." And you know, we had a great experience with that. I, I, and there was tons of other people that did something similar. That's the importance of Z convention, um, going to Z conventions uh, when you can. And, and and I guess you know, uh, talking a little bit about that with the last Colorado Springs event, um, that was 
a great Z convention. We had such a great turnout. We had such a great experience, a great experience for the ZCA, a great experience for ZCon or and Nissan altogether. And Robbie, I think you, you had an opportunity to attend that event. Um, yeah. Now, how tight was your lower regions getting <laughs> knowing that the next year you were going to have to live up to an event like that? So at ZCon, um, I don't know if you guys were there when, when they pulled me on stage, we showed the video. Uh, I, w- I was super nervous. A um, <laughs> couple of reasons. Yeah. One, we were supposed to host in 2023. <laughs> Circumstances changed. We got 2022. Um, got bumped up. Yeah, got bumped up. And so, you know, we were kind of, you know, I, I, I prepared for 2023. I wasn't prepared for 2022. So, uh, and my club is still relatively small, I feel. Um, so, you know, I was, I said, I can do it, but I'm going to need help. And the community as a whole stepped up. So, you know, we got the ZCCA helping out with Chris and Josh. And, uh, you know, I'm going to forget names. I know it and I don't forget <laughs> anybody. I'm sorry. Of course not. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, other clubs, uh, you know, Caleb from the Austin Club, uh, you know, Harold Whitman, all these guys jumping in, you know, trying to help us. And so uh, I'm not as nervous as I was then, but, yeah, it's, there's some pressure to put on a good show. We got high standards. We got high standards. Of course. Well, and you know, the bar and higher and higher every year, or at least we try yeah. to. Right. And, and, you know, talking about that, you know, you with the high standards, I mean, you're you're the chairman, um, you know, you've got the idea of doing this Z convention. I mean, l- let's talk a little bit about that. So we Chris knows how to pick people and and staffing and people that are going <sighs> to present and basically mirror his expectation of what Z convention could be. And yeah. I know this already from him. Um, Cause I've been, I I've been picked for that. Mike has been picked a number of other people in this chat. Yeah, I've yeah. been picked, you know, cause the Z convention is running for as long as it has. Yeah. So um, how did the Z kind idea kind of come to you? So, how, yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, I always, you know, from, I've been associated with the ZCCA since 2018 when uh, I volunteered to be the treasurer. Um, and so I've been helping out with Zcons in that capacity. So I had a, you know, behind the curtain look at what goes on and, and I knew it was a lot of work, but I always thought I would love for Birmingham to host a Zcon. I think we got a fantastic city. Um, I, I think we got a lot to offer. So it was always there in the back of my mind. Um, and then, you know, as you said, you know, you know, I got approached or whatever and I was like, yeah, I'm interested. And then ball rolls and you know here we are i'm talking to you guys about it so, tell the real story how we closed it though <laughs> that's there's always a story and i'm yes thank you chris go for how, it <laughs> what so, story are you referring to chris well the the story was when uh i we we got a special invite to go see the z proto at nashville yeah and i invited uh, full people mad mike was there and everybody's sitting on this high after, you know, only a handful of us getting to spend time with the car in the middle of COVID at Nissan headquarters. And we go back to our hotel and we're sitting and here, Robbie, have a drink here, Robbie, have a drink. And, it's coming uh, back to me now. Around yes. the, around the, uh, the tables, you know, I bet you we could do 23 in your backyard. There'd be plenty of time, Robbie. And somebody yeah. else there that will remain nameless was supposed to do 22. 
And he goes, yeah, I might be in a club to do that. And before you know it, I had, I had two conventions lined up and it cost me a couple drinks, you know, and it really didn't cost me a couple drinks because I'm at an embassy where they do manager's receptions and drinks are free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you mentioned that too because my story as well was it was in a bar setting. We were in the uh, the the bar lobby of the Sinesta in Atlanta. We were at Z Nationals. Hey, Mike, pull up a seat. Let's talk here. You know, that's ex- it's always it's it, how he like, gets. You. <laughs> that's it. He's like a it's like a, a snake watching. He's like a venomous snake. He's, and he gets you. You should do Zcon. You should do Z. Oh, I but, to Robbie's credit, it, it's not like we uh, we pulled no. him into something and left him hanging. He that's true. You know, it's it's huge no. that he stepped up, guys. And I think you'll be truly impressed by what he's put together based on the you know the infancy of his club. Birmingham is a very cool area. We've got some incredible events, and he'll talk about it all. But the work that this guy has done behind the scenes cannot yeah. be underestimated. And, you know. You guys know it, but the people oh, listening, yeah. it's yeah. And I will say this: I mean, let's talk a little bit about the club because I know you've kind of had your own trials with. Uh, and and I'm going to give a little background here for for those that haven't ran a Zcon or been part or or seen kind of how that operates. It takes a certain number of volunteers and staffing, like things you have to have in play, even before you begin a proposal for doing something of this magnitude. Now. Uh, I mean, Robbie, not only did you have to get um, your proposal together, but you also had to kind of get your club healthy, right? Yep. Yeah. That, yes, so, uh, the that one was when we left that embassy suites he talked about. We were looking at 2023. <laughs> I went to the club meeting. And I was like, hey, guys, we've been asked to host 2023. What do you think? And we, we get, on average, 10 to 15 good members at, at the club meeting. And Thumbs up. Yeah, let's do it. And we go next month. And I was like, um, we've been asked to host 2022. And uh, so, you know, now we're a little over a year away or whatever, but everybody still thumbs up. And so, you know, so we got a good, there's been, you know, absolutely trials and tribulations and you know, everybody working hard or whatever, butting some heads. It's going to happen. But, you know, this, the snowball starts off the top of the hill and it's slow. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Now it's got a lot of momentum. It's got a lot of mass. And, you know, we've got good people. Um, I got a good team, you know, here local uh, helping out. So, you know, I'm very proud. I think it's going to be great. You know, when you get want to talk about what we're doing, I'll be glad to talk about that. I'm super proud of what we got to offer. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because you mentioned 2018 kind of being where things started for the club you know, it's only 2022. So that's a quick rise, by the yeah. way. And that's very admirable, too. And, I, you know, I was starting to think, you know, I think we mentioned it earlier as well. The, the club started around the same time. Uh, I mean, d- just for a moment, I was thinking about the club and the members. Like, how, how did it start? Uh, you know, a little so, bit of a background. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, uh, you know, start, I've been to every Z-Con since Memphis, and, you know, I, I've been seeing the people there and hearing about the clubs in Birmingham. I was told a long time ago I had a club. I can't find any record of it in the member records that I received, but um, I decided, well, I'd like to have a local club. Um, I knew other Z friends locally. I got 10 people um, to give me $2 at the time, not $3. It was $2 back then. <laughs> um, and so – 
yeah, yeah. Me, my wife, and eight other people, and my son. But you know, we put it together, submitted the stuff, and boom, we're we're a club. And you know, so uh, I think I wrote the tre- check and I turned around because in the treasure I deposited it. So you know, the ECC. <laughs> You, you know, wrote and received the check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little spring line right here. Um, and boom, we're a club. And then, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we grow and we, you know, we have people come and go, but we haven't lost many. We, we have not lost that mean at all. We, we, uh, I feel we're a little bit different. Maybe than some clubs, we, we don't take a member unless we meet you. We're not a register online, submit your money through PayPal or whatever. We want you to come and hang out with us. And uh, so you come to a club meeting or you come to one of our shows or meet us at Cars and Coffee or something like that. And and that's how we are. And that's why I think we got a good group. You're going a little more biker gang rules. And I, I can appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, true. We, we want to meet you. We want to know who you are. It, it's true. And, and that's a great distinction of a traditional car club. How you said a legitimate car club. It's, yeah. it's in person. You know, and I've heard the saying once, uh, and maybe it, it rings true here as well, is that the cars don't make the club, the people make the oh, club, no. you know, at its core. The yeah. cars are great. That's that's the bond. That's the glue. But the, yeah. the people make the club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, you know, to give a little, you know, credit and shout out to you, Mike, back in 2018 when we were in Atlanta, my club was very new and I'd asked you for a lot of advice and was very helpful. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, I was able to take some of the things you suggested and turn it in. And, you know, one of the, it seems simple now looking back at it, but it didn't dawn on me when we were talking <laughs> about it was how do I, you know, make things public and make things private so that I force people, not, not force, encourage people to join the club. And you, yeah. You said, well, you create a Facebook page, and that's what everybody sees, and then you create a private group, and that's where your members go. And I'm like, well, yeah. oh, why didn't I think of that? And so <laughs> that's what we have. I and remember- so I've got the Facebook page, and that's where we post stuff. But then we got the private group where, you know, we get into the backstories and the, you know, the inside jokes and whatnot. And so, you know, we try to get people into that. Yeah. I, so, I remember those conversations, man. Yeah. It, it was it, it was cool. I mean, I was just I was so glad to help for one, you know, and then yeah. to see it, it's you know, uh, f- four to five years later, it's like here it is, you know. It's I I, I mean, it's it's really cool to see, man. You've done all the work, and, and that's just you know, pr- props to you, man. I know it yeah. takes a lot. And I got some people helping too, not only me. So oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we got some officers. Yeah. Um. I was thinking about that too. Speaking of members or others, um, how, how many members? Uh, how, how, what, what, how's it? What's the vibe? What's your? What's how? What's the club kind of gravitating to? You know, as events and stuff too. So I think, like I said, we got about roughly I want to say thirty five members on the books. Um, any given club meeting, we get fifteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we not everybody, but you know, little groups get together, go to cars and coffee. We'll cruise to Chiha which is the tallest peak in Alabama. Um, okay. uh, you know, we occasionally, you know, me and a couple of other guys, we do what I call the lottery ticket run, which is where we take some back roads, just cross the Georgia border, buy a lottery ticket and come back. No lottery in Alabama, in case you didn't know. Um, yeah. Um, and so, you know, uh, things like that. Go to car shows. We go to cruise ins. Uh, there's a street festival in Gats in the first of every Friday of every month, you know, me and some guys have gone to that. Um, Christmas party here we love, do Dirty Santa, things like that. But 
Uh, my favorite event is the scavenger hunt we do. And um, I don't know where the idea came to me. And I don't know, I'm not saying it's original, but I had an idea to people to go with their cars and get a picture uh, of their car with something in the background or their car and something. And that is a scavenger item. And the way we do it is I come up with, you know, as many items as I can. And then people decide they're going to participate. And then we do it on a Saturday. Saturday morning, I give everybody the list. But I don't want anybody jumping the gun. You don't yeah. go out early. You got to wait. So Saturday morning, they get the list. They have all day. Go get their pictures, their scavenger items. We come back to somebody's house and we put on a big screen. And then we get to hear the funny story about the picture or, you know, how they got it or whatever. And some of the scavenger hunt items are like, you know, get a picture of your car at an auto parts store. Um, okay. Cause if you own a Z, you've been to an auto parts store. <laughs> um, yeah. And then you get a bonus point. If you could get one of the workers in the picture with you, um, something oh, like that, uh, you nice. know, go to a gas station and get a picture with the cashier, get a bonus point. If she'll hold a moon pie. And so <laughs> moon pie. Yeah. Yes. Stuff like that. There's a, a, a lawyer in Alabama that advertises on about 75% of the billboards in the state. Um, his name is Alex Shinar. Anybody that lives in Alabama knows him. You get a picture with an Alex Shinar billboard in the background. Boom. You can do that by driving a quarter mile down the street. I don't care where you live. So uh, so that, that, that's one of the fun things we've done. And um, I will say uh, some of the things we do have taken a back burner now that we are uh, going, you know, doing the Z-Con. Um, I've done a lot of traveling this year, some of it related to Zcon, um, some of it just, you know, fortunate to travel. So uh, I haven't been able to do is the things that we, we normally do, but we will get back to it. That, that's cool. I, you, you mentioned something too, you know, you mentioned the, the number of members, but based on what we talked about earlier, like y'all's vetting process and the, the people that you have, I, I have a sense that it's, those are the hardcore people though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's important to note too, because I mean, we we I've seen clubs or you know our club miles even when when we were part of or part of the leadership of it is that you have you might have bigger number on paper, but there's always like certain circles, right? Your core is here, your your hardcores, and then you've got the people that just kind of you know uh, flow in and out, you know, like that. So the fact that you've got that many hardcore, you know, devoted members, that's very that's very awesome, man. We still got the original ten too. Original team. Yeah, the original team that joined and made the club. We're all still together. And uh, we have a – we uh, those 10, we have a club T-shirt that says ICZ original. So, that, yeah. <laughs> We're the only ones that got it. Yeah. The OGs. OGs, yep. man. Yeah. Speaking of that, you mentioned uh, – was it IZC – Iron City Z Club, yep. right? Now, yep. Iron City – now – I know a little bit. I visited Birmingham at least mm -hmm. once. Uh, but for those who don't know, what's the significance of Iron City? How does that connect to, to Birmingham? So uh, Birmingham's, I guess, their official nickname is the Magic City. But uh, and it because it sprung up this by magic overnight because of the steel industry. Okay. Um, local to Birmingham is all the materials necessary to make steel. So you'll hear Steel City, Magic City, or Iron City. And uh ian lamb one of our originals uh you might know him as bat stig uh, if you've ever been to one I, of the shows 
I've known uh, Bastig, yeah. He suggested Iron City Z Club. I liked it. I think it had a good ring. And, uh, you know, so we, we came up with – we decided to use that name. Uh, and then, the you know, you go forward and tell you about the logo because I'm very proud of my logo. I think it's the coolest logo in the business. Um, I like it. It's the statue of Vulcan, which is the largest cast iron statue, I think, in the world from the World Fair. Uh, yeah, the World's Fair uh, in St. Louis, I believe, 1904. But anyway, yeah. uh, through the Z. And so you know, that's how we got the name and the logo. That's awesome. Man. I, I like the significance of that, too. I mean, uh, I know a lot of times club names are centered around. I mean, it, obviously the letter Z is in it or Fair mm -hmm. Lady or something like that. But the, that really hits home right there, Iron City. That's yeah. I, I like that, man. That, that is yeah, awesome. we like it too. Yeah, In man. Cleveland, we're obvious. We just called ourselves the Cleveland Z Club. <laughs> <laughs> right on the nose, man. <laughs> no ambiguity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just like, we just got to get this club started. I don't care what the name what is. What was Let's I going to call it? The, Bur the Burning River Z Club? Come on. <laughs> right, right. There. <laughs> so, so let's let's no. talk a little bit about the um uh the upcoming convention that you have planned in uh, birmingham so your what are your dates right now um we, we've mentioned them a few times but they're so upcoming july 25th through 30th is the week um july 25th being the opening day um usual we're gonna do you know the car show i mean the subs and shine uh, that day, and then you know they're gonna do some motorsports pre-tech, uh, and then we got the opening banquet. Uh, and if do you want to get into day by day, what we got is that? Yeah, sure. I mean, sure. this is your this go for it. Platform. Yeah, you know, I've go got a screen it. here. Let me share my screen as well. I'll leave the schedule up, and I can kind of follow along. Okay. Go. Sure. Sure. But sure. Tuesday is track day, HPD event at Barber Motorsports Park. Um, which, by the way, Barber Motorsport Park and Nissan, they kind of led us to get the day we have. We know it's going to be hot. We understand it. We're doing everything we can to make everybody comfortable. Um, but but so the Tuesday is the HPD at Barber. Barber is a fantastic facility. I've been on that track many times on my motorcycle and once on my car, uh, in my car. Uh, that's going to be awesome. If, you, if you're in the track in your car, sign up for that. Uh, Tuesday evening is going to be karting. Um, so we got that as usual. We, we have that with various Zcons. Mm -hmm. uh, Wednesday is going to be the judge car show. That's indoors, BJCC, um, downtown. Um, it's not hard to get to, you know, conveniently located off the interstate. So uh, um, that's good. And like I said, air conditioned inside. Uh, Wednesday night is our hump days event. That's going to be at Cahaba Brewery, which is, you know, it, it's in an old eclectic building downtown. Uh, we're going to bus everybody from the hotel to the brewery. Um, so, you, you know, no worry about drinking and driving. And I don't, I haven't verified this, but I've been told that Cahaba Brewery is in the old federal administration building where uh, you would get, uh, you know, government cheese if you were, uh, you know, something like we did that first meeting there yeah there was significance yeah, yeah. It sounds, so, sounds like it was repurposed appropriately it was <laughs> it's, it's, it's now um uh good beer it's one of my favorite local brews but uh so that's happening on days um yeah and then thursday will be 
that's drifting in mid pond and autocross, I believe, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Thursday evening, uh, this is what I'm most excited about. It's movie night at the Alabama Theater. So we haven't had a movie night since 2015 in Memphis. Um, so we're showing a movie at the Alabama Theater. Uh, Alabama Theater, if you haven't been there, don't think about it. Look it up. Uh, it's like 100 years old. Um, it's been restored. It is beautiful on the inside. Uh, it is very large. We're going to have enough room for everybody to go in, spread out. You're not going to be crowded. Um, you know, big marquee out front. We're going to have a sign up. Um, the, uh, the the building is known. It has a, a, a Wurlitzer organ. I believe that's how you say it. The large pipe organ. Um, yeah. It is one of the reasons the building's still there. They couldn't get it out without tearing the building down. So they decided not to tear the building down. There was a you know foundation started. They restored it. Uh, we are we have paid extra to have a guy play the organ for us. So we're going to have some car themed music when people get in. Uh, oh. Chris and I had the fortune, and, and the other guys went on a pre trip of hearing them play uh, Africa. By Toto on a pipe. organ, I gotta say, but it was awesome. Yeah, it, it's not your average version, but it was cool. So, um, I'm excited about that. I think people are gonna like that. By the way, it's not a, you know, it's not a, you know, AMC or whatever movie. So there's some adult beverages you can get. So yeah. that's oh, good. Oh, cool. Um, You're welcome to share the movie if you'd care to. Yeah. So the movie is gonna be the 24 Hour War. Oh, that's a great movie, oh, too. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You- so that's an exclusive for you guys listening to this podcast, right? Woo! 24 hour war. It's happening here. Now, are y'all going to have Peter Brock sit with you guys as y'all watch it? Do y'all think yeah. that's a thing? Oh. He'll be there, right? He will be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, gets in midday Thursday. Ah, uh, okay. So you will miss it. Oh. No, it will be the Thursday. It's Thursday. So yeah, he could come. He Dude. can make it. That yeah. sounds like such an event to sit there and watch that documentary, a wonderful documentary mm-hmm. with the guy directly involved. He, could, wow, yeah. man, that's it's a treat. Getting the goosebumps and the hair oh. standing up, thinking about it because he he did yeah. that with us in uh, Memphis too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Racing life of Paul Newman. We had Morton, and that was cool stuff. I feel so deflated. I'm like, I miss, oh man, that's a YOLO moment right there for sure, man. <laughs> Back wow. to the Friday is another track day at Talladega Grand Prix. Uh, we affectionately call it Little Tally around here. Um, yeah. Because it is not the super speedway. It is a road course near the super speedway. Um, I, I like to say if you haven't done a track day maybe you're concerned about super high speeds or whatever this is a good one to start at a little smaller track not near as fast um I, fantastic people love it uh you know it's a great track so, i'll be i'll be honest man it's just coincidence when i was living in uh, the in georgia there we made a trip to little talladega i mean i was only a week or two into the life and we went out there, and that was one of my first track days. That is an awesome track, by the way. Yeah. I, I can definitely vouch for that. I enjoyed myself uh, there, and uh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be really nice. Yeah, and then, of course Saturday, uh, Friday after uh, evening will be the tech talks at the hotels. So we're gonna have all the you know JD and Legends, Peter Brock, you know, uh, 
Chris Forsberg. Chris Forsberg's new driver. Um, that, um, well, I, yeah. Yeah. Yes. There you go. That's him. Yeah. And then, of course, People's Choice will be Saturday at the Finley Center in Hoover. Um, okay. I'd, I'd love to say, you know, this is another fantastic venue, but it's a parking lot. Uh, okay. But it's a big parking lot. Uh, we are going to coincide there with the local Cars and Coffee. They're moving their location over to that for that particular day. So we'll be there with Cars and Coffee. Um, we're going to have tents, uh, you know, set up with some tables so people can get out of the sun. Okay. Uh, food trucks. Um, going to have an ice cream truck this year. Hey, perfect truck. timing. Perfect timing for that. So, and of course, closing banquet Saturday night. And we are, um, there is a rumor. There's a couple informal things starting to sprout up. There's a Hot Wheels trade event occurring after the Tech Talks on Friday night. So if you want to bring nice. Hot Wheels to sell or trade with uh. others and maybe have some of those special guests sign a couple like Peter Brock, that might be a good thing to participate in. So that sounds we, awesome. We have an app too uh, called Guest Board. Guest mm -hmm. Board. So if you jump on Guest Board, you can oh. collaborate with all your fellow event participants, organize your own drives. We're going to have, you can scan a QR code and registration. Robbie's team has curated some drives for us, some really cool ones. And you okay. can organize to go off in your own groups if you want. You know, the, the whole idea of Zcon is we give you enough structure if you need to be led around. But if you want to do your own thing, we arm you with a whole variety of things you could do there. You know, I, I, I want to back that up because I feel like that's evolved from, you know, what, 20 years of cruises, you know, handing pieces of paper to people and giving the map with the highlighter. I mean, I, I literally have done that where I, I knew now to I trace and now, and the knowledge has come along, and it's QR code. I don't know how long that's evolved, either that was Branson or through the Zika mentions. Yeah, that's when that all started. Branson and uh, Josh Lyman, Cade Mertens, and that. I love team. that, that I, I can just it. walk into registration, scan something, and I'm off. And uh, yeah. then I had it forever. Um, and, um, yeah. yeah, it was great. And so the fact that you guys are now adopting that into the Zika mention, it makes – life a lot easier um and yeah and it, it, it uh foregoes the piece of paper that might have got something wrong you know now you got the qr code that locks it in so kudos on that for whoever came up with that kudos genius so, yeah. idea for sure yeah, absolutely it was a great idea and we love to imitate good ideas right <laughs> <laughs> more thing to mention guys um all throughout the week you're Badge will get you a, I believe it's $12 entry into Barber Motorsports Museum. Yep. Oh, oh wow. so the museum is there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fantastic museum. Absolutely. Um, Everybody check it out. Rose of Motorsports. Barber, by the way, is, you know, a mile away from the new Bucky's in Leeds. So be sure to stop by Bucky's. 
<laughs> that's uh you know what's funny is because we're in texas is that bucky's i guess started in texas but mm-hmm. it never fails i always get the 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 timeline article talking about new bucky's outside mm-hmm. texas and it's here you know alabama or tennessee something like that that's that's cool bucky's is like the taj mahal of gas stations that's well, we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tourist we'll spot now guys, we'll let you guys have that one you can, you can keep that one from alabama, so don't worry about it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but um, I did want to point out in the comments, um, JLE actually threw out some of the um, the information for the theater. Um, also, he threw out the Barber Museum uh, website. Um, so for those that kind of are, are kind of on the fence about Z convention or just want to get up to speed on some data, mm-hmm. um, there's some really good links right there for some of the events and some of the uh, points of interest that are happening at this year's Z convention. So um, yeah. thanks again, Jaylee, for throwing those up. So for sure. absolutely. Oh, for sure. There, there was two things I want. I was thinking about as y'all were talking, which was, um, you know, all the, all these venues that are outside of the host hotel, uh, they're relatively close to each other, right? I mean, because I, 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 let's just say, you know, there have been events in the past where you're driving hours to yeah. go somewhere, and that doesn't seem to be the case here, right? No, absolutely not. So that that is another uh, good thing, convenient Birmingham area we have. I think, with the exception of Talladega GP and maybe Mid Pond, you're somewhere between fifteen and thirty minutes to everything. Even the drive from the hotel to Barber is not that bad. Uh, I love it, those conventions when everything is just like yeah. really tight. Oh, yeah. The so three-hour, nice. the three-hour drives to somewhere. Nothing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a negative thing, Chris. You go about geography. <laughs> you, you, do. you play the cards you dealt. Yeah. You, you don't always do. get to pick where the tracks are located. I know. You, you can't, and yeah. I, I completely understand that. But for those that are out there and on the fence, I mean, this is an opportunity to really just go to an event that is, is, is definitely laid out very well. So and our, it seems- intent, our intent, sorry, Mike, uh, is, is to make it a mini vacation, right? It's a car event, but enjoy the region, get out of the hotel, go look, look at all these cool events that are on the attractions page of the website. Just enjoy the region. That's the beauty and incredibly incredible difficulty of the model for Zcon. Mm-hmm. The beauty part is you get to enjoy a new region every year. The difficult part is on our side, right? Making that happen. <laughs> different teams, different Fill teams. in the gaps here. They kind of get the best of everything. But that's yeah. what makes it yeah. Not yeah. Nothing against the events that are in one place. I, I love to go to places on a regular basis and drive cool roads and, and see the same people. It's easy, but yeah. Zcon kind of gives you that opportunity to see the world or at least an excuse. Right. Yeah, uh, you mentioned that too, and it, it makes me think about that as well. Where uh, it seems like again, just to recap, too, the the events uh, favorable, and it, it's more favorable uh, the distances, not not nothing extreme. I guess that's safe to say. Right. Um, second thing is, and you're right. You know, I've. Uh, I've only been to Birmingham once, I'll admit, though. But the time I spent there is memorable. I remember it a lot. I Just for me, my impression of, of Birmingham in general, that it, it's it got more hills to it than I thought. You know, I was expecting a kind of a flat kind of, uh, you know, uh, geography. There's some – it's actually really impressive. I mean, you can sit – like you said, Vulcan uh, Park, which is on top of the hill, and you get a great view of the city, and out in the distance, you've yeah. got some 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 uh, elevation to it. And, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, but I can't believe I glossed right over it. But opening banquet is at a facility called The Club, 
And if you're here in Birmingham and you've heard of the club, it's a private club. Uh, we're fortunate enough to have a member in my club that is also a member of the club um, ah. able to get us in. And it, is, it is the premier facility in Birmingham. It is on top of Red Mountain. Um, the, it's perched on the edge of the, the mountain, basically. Your, your view is looking over the city of Birmingham. It, the view can't be beat, really. So opening banquet, you're going to be at this awesome facility. It's got a retro vibe. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it's yeah. new. Kind of a it's 30, a 40s, very art deco kind of yes. feel to it. Neon to it. Uh, so, um, but the, you know, you're going to look out the glass and you're just going to see the city lights of Birmingham, you know, or look down the mountain there and see Vulcan. So, yeah. uh, the banquet's cool. That's one of the advantages. And, and, you know, I'm going to harp on the, the beauty about going to a Z convention. I mean, you know, we've all, anybody listening kind of can kind of attest to it. You get stuck in a city for, you know, a few days and you might venture out on your own. You might get lucky, but when you have a local and you have a group of locals that have taken the time to really tailor this event for everything you probably should see and everything that you're going to do with a motorsports mindset involved. I mean, you can't really go wrong. Everything's tailored for that event. And that's one thing, like when I go to a Z convention and I'm in a town, everybody's like, yeah, you went to a convention, but you didn't really get a chance to see the city. I was like, you'd be surprised how much we hit in mm -hmm. a week between all the great foods already kind of been picked out because, you know, people don't yeah. know this. There is scouting missions that happen before these conventions. So, you know, <laughs> Chris will... Um, Chris will lay on his sword and have to go eat at every steakhouse that's downstairs. <laughs> wherever it is. We call that, but we uh, we definitely like, scout. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you take the time to really scout and, and listen to the locals. So when you get an opportunity to go to a Z convention, there's, there's suggestions that are made, and it's you really can't get that all the time. I mean, you might get lucky going to a to a city by your own on your own and but then the exclusivity is also that too as well like he just mentioned the club you wouldn't have an opportunity to normally visit something like that oh, getting own. access to to certain museums and even special tours um i can't tell you how many times that i've been to a convention and like normal people don't see this you'll hear that a lot but you guys are going to get that today because you're part of this. I mean, we've been on tours through Nissan plants, through conventions. And you're not going to get that in any other event. So, again, going back to this year's event, this has been thought out, well planned. If you're on the fence, don't be on the fence. Don't be on the fence. Because this event is, uh, is going to pass if you by you if, have, you, if you let it. If you have a spouse or significant other that is less into cars than you, bring them anyway. Because this... Uh, this hotel of ours is is a pretty nice Hyatt, and it's attached to a Galleria, so you oh. can go into a massive mall and go shopping, take a break from the car stuff, just go mm -hmm. go do whatever it is you want to do. There's a ton of stuff to do in the area from a shopping perspective. If you're and, in and wow. shopping, there's four good shopping centers, probably less than 20 minutes from the hotel as well. In addition to the one right at the foot of the hotel. Okay. And as a family person myself now, um, you know, I will say that, though, um, you know, Z conventions do do take that into consideration. I, I've been to a lot of Z conventions and I've seen families kind of walk around and they really have a good time. The kids get an opportunity to really experience a um, uh, 
spectacular hotel based off of the area and then also you you go into uh, registration a lot of times the um, they filtered a lot of the 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 non-important family events and you guys will actually say you know what if you got kids you definitely want to go check this out and go those and that's what i really love about that so you can Mm -hmm. actually walk into registration and ask those questions or they say hey if you've got a family with you you might want to go check those out and um I know I'm appreciative of this again, as a family person myself. And then uh, I know people that have gone to Z conventions, they are really appreciative of that. So again, kudos to you guys for doing that and taking that into consideration every year. So, yeah, and it, mm-hmm. if it's all right, it's, it's worth mentioning too, that these things don't only happen with labor. We've got 35 sponsors every year from Nissan and Nismo through all the big aftermarket companies you would expect to be involved from Soho Motorsports and Z1 and UpRev and on and on and on. Click that sponsors link on the website. This year, guys, is a banner year for the amount of raffle and auction related items that you have a shot at. We have conservatively estimated, conservatively, over $40,000 worth of stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. We have wheels, we have tires, we have Recaro seats, we have supercharger kits, we have, gosh, you name it. It's amazing what has come through. And yeah, right here on the screen, you have all these great sponsors. The bigger, you know, bigger players are toward the top. And as you move down through, you, mm-hmm. we love it. Folks that contribute at any level, I mean, pick on a few of these. Ionic Dynamics does all our banners at the event, right? Mm-hmm. They, uh, they, they make a variety of products, but Z1 Motorsports contributes tons of stuff to our raffles. A lot of the raffle buckets, at least a quarter, tend to seem to be Z1 Motorsports. <laughs> they, 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 they pull in big, yeah. And everybody well, battery really- did not donate a battery this year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. They said they did, but it never made it. <laughs> I'm kidding you. I've got it over here in my room. Oh, yeah. Uh, SPL, you'll see some repeat offenders from a Z-Com perspective. You also see a lot of new ones, grip royals with steering wheels and, mm-hmm. you know, beast racing with suspension. You know, we've got a new partnership this year with Chris Forsberg Racing that is bringing on some of these additional sponsors as well. I saw so that. Now- oh, that's 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 very nice. Yeah, Steal It, that's a, that's a Chris Forsberg. Uh, I see that on his drift car. By the well, way, is he bringing his drift car at all? Or is that, yeah, that is- let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, so Alex Jagger is, is going to be driving a 370Z drift car. We're going to have uh, the new Nissan Z drift car. So it'll be nice. It'll be doing a drift exhibition on Friday at Talladega. Oh, and man. those were able to respond and, and were registered were put into a bucket and we pulled some names and they'll be reached out to soon to be put on a list for ride-alongs so if they if you haven't been heard of that yet i think that message is going out soon wow and they're also bringing the ultimaniac they're also bringing their previous infinity m series ride-along machine another drift rocket i remember that one that's a that was a fun ride they had like four bucket seats on that thing and yeah bring the family you know yeah Two of the four vehicles are VR 38D TT powered. I mean, it, it's incredible. And, you know, it, he's, he's doing pretty well in Formula, Formula D. 
rankings right now from a points perspective. So we're happy to have them on board. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Soho Motorsports, by the way, they're coming in strong as a new, we created a new uh, level called Diamond and they're donating a supercharger kit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. That that may be a live auction thing. We've got to work that out, but that's a big ticket item. That's worth a lot of money. Yeah. That's insane. That's, that's a big, big, uh, I imagine that bucket being filled to the brim. For sure. The other thing in the no, raffle bucket. Be an auction. Yeah, this would be auction. I would. Oh, but, auction. You know, yeah. We got Go a ahead. swap of stuff that came from Japan, too, guys. Our friends at DSCC and other clubs sent us some boxes of DSCC. edibles. I've never heard of those yeah. guys. Thoughts and Sports Car Club. And there you go. Yeah. I'm rocking so, the brand. Boom. So some of our, uh, our good Z crazies Japan trip friends that we send them some things, they reciprocate and so on. They donated some items. And I just heard two weeks ago that uh, Shinichi-san with with Nismo Racing works for uh, Katagiri-san, president of of Nismo, is sending us a racing wheel and a brand new poster the world has not seen of the Nissan Super GT race. Oh, wow. That. Nice. And he said, "Is that auction? You said, or is that raffle? Or uh... I don't know yet. Play it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah good point. Go out there and figure it out. Those are shipping to Robbie's house, so we need to make sure we find them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, you talk about the merch a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah. So we upped our game, or at least we we believe we have this year with merchandise. You'll oh, you'll see yeah. this little guy here, right?" red pullover, lots of branding nice. and whatnot. Uh-huh. But we're trying to go higher quality and give some of the level, the usual level of stuff. We brought back some common designs and t-shirts from last year and ran them in different colors. We oh. have new t-shirts. We have artwork being used by uh, Hector Catamatori, Randy Rodriguez for a variety of things from posters and merch. And then we also have a higher end line of clothing uh, by a company called Finn and Ryan. They do stuff for, big, big, big events like Amelia. And we uh, were trialing that. So we've got pullovers, long sleeve shirts, all sorts of really, really cool merchandise this year. Um, I wow. wanted to say, uh, give a shout out to a poster that just got dropped the other day with uh, Randy Rodriguez, um, who also always makes amazing posters. I saw the new one that kind of came up and um, kudos. Um, I know, uh, you know, I, we don't get him on the show and I, I don't get a chance to run into him as much as I would like, but um, we definitely want to give him a shout out on the new poster. It, it's a well done poster. So kudos. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Colors of our merch too, we have as well. We got some bright colors, I think, and some cool hats. Cool hats. We we got some oh, yeah. different yeah, hats. Never, here. Bought, never bought a, a Z related hat. You'll have four different choices this year. Yeah. Different styles, oh. different types, different colors. It's crazy. Wow, y'all really going out on the merch. Yeah. Hey yeah. Miles, who do we know from the Texas that is going out there, man? I I almost want to make a last minute just fly out, man. This you're selling it to me this whole time. I'm just like, oh, I feel so, like I don't. Oh, hitchhike, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure we could find uh, appropriate uh, means of uh, of uh, 
of a residency yeah. while we're there. So we'll, <laughs> we'll figure out what we can do, but uh, getting back yeah. to the event, yeah. um, you know, I guess this event wouldn't happen without volunteers, all the sponsors that have been um, anybody you want to shout out to on your volunteer list. Yeah. 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 Long it's a the random herd of volunteer people just a shout out to them so well the uh, the incredible uh i'll just shout out my team to start i mean starting with justin lyman todd wagner justin eastman mark lambert fed duoni and and, and todd wagner. cad uh, cad cade mertens we'll have dalton brown helping out uh, gosh, I'm missing a bunch, I know, but at the end of the day, these guys are doing a lot of heavy lifting behind the scenes, mm -hmm. everything from attending special guests to helping pick out merch to, you know, chasing down sponsors. Authors. Uh, speaking of volunteers, uh, I mean, um, is there a site, if somebody what he wants to lend a hand and, and maybe donate some time, is there, is there, how is that possible? What do y'all, how yeah. do y'all do that? So when you register for ZCon and you're filling out all your information and what you'd like to do during the week, there is a link that says, hey, I want to volunteer. And there's a signup.com. It's a service that we leverage for ZCon. You can click on that and it shows all the shifts. There are usually two hours to four hours, depending on the event per day. And you can pick where you'd like to help out. So you don't just need to raise your hand and say, yeah, I'll help. We actually give you the ability to choose where you would like to help. And it tells you where we need most help too. It'll say, "Hey, we need ten people to cover this, and we've only got six out of ten. You'll know that we need help in that given area." That's pretty generous too, because typically what I've seen in the past is that if you're a volunteer, which what they, you hear it a lot, voluntold, right? Yeah. But right. The, the fact that you can kind of have a little bit of freedom there—that's uh, that's pretty that's well, pretty nice, we, man. We give you the illusion of uh, being able to make. Yeah, Wednesday. You really want Wednesday? Yeah, that's the one. We it's try like... to treat our volunteers very well. They they always go home with. Uh, it, everyone gets the volunteer T-shirt, right? You show up for your shift yep. and you work, and you at least get that. But usually, closing banquet, we have accrued a nice little package for everybody that's helped out throughout the week. So there's a special thank you for those that that definitely chip in. And the volunteer T-shirt this year is cool. It, it's one of my favorite shirts. It's purple got the event poster on it it's fantastic i like it and i want to say this too about volunteering okay if you're if you've never done it th then i encourage you to do it um and if this is your first zcon and you know maybe you're new you don't know a lot of people are absolutely volunteer um no experience necessary we'll teach you and then yeah. you are going to meet more people than you can imagine and you know you're gonna you're gonna meet these characters, you know you're you're gonna meet you know the Harold Wickmans and the Kay Mertens and you know all these characters in, in the Z community, um, and, and you know grow from there. You're gonna you know, that'll be the beginning of, of the Z family we call it, you know. And so you'll you'll meet That's a whole bunch of people. I encourage everybody to volunteer. Yeah, and then uh, Josh actually threw the link up. Um, just in the comments oh, right now. Awesome. Yes, let's do that. Um, so that's going to be signup.com backslash go backslash. I'll leave it at that. Big Daddy so, Josh. 
we'll, we'll put it in the show notes too. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure we, there's a direct link. Uh, so for those of you listening, if, uh, if you're listening to this before July 25th, uh, 2022, sign up if you're going, uh, volunteers. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, I say that I've said this I've said this multiple times before. Being selfless is the greatest thing you can do for yourself. You learn a lot of things about people. You learn a lot of things and, and you meet a lot of great people. So so definitely do it. And it's fun work. We're gonna cut up. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna play. You know. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then you get a cool shirt at the end of it that you uh that uh, that you definitely uh, I wear them all the time. So and people yeah. are always like, man, it kind of. I will say there's a bit of smugness in my volunteer shirts. And, uh, <laughs> the volunteer yeah. little label there, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, so, yeah, staff shirt. But, yeah, so, mm-hmm. so. Real volunteers quick. are a big deal, and we put it on the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, you know, we've met, we've talked a lot about the hotel. Is there still vacancy at the hotel if they call with the the Zcon block, or is there a, an a overflow hotel? Or what? What's... Good question. Good question. So the official answer is, if you call the hotel directly, there are not rooms. We do have vacancy at an overflow. However, we are one week out, which means some people are starting to you know realize that they can't come. So I've got a handful of rooms available. Mm. All you have to do is reach out to me and hit the. Uh, Hit the Zcon team address. You'll get to me. It's info at zcon.org, info at zcon.org. Just say, hey, I need help with a hotel room, and we'll get you at the host hotel. As long as you get to me. Info at zcon.org. I'm going to go ahead and throw it up here on the screen for those who are interested. Yes. uh, Awesome, awesome. Hey, uh, this might be a last thing. It sounds funny, but. You mentioned uh, food in in, uh, in in Alabama, though. When it comes to barbecue, barbecue question: Is it Uh-oh. is it pork or is it beef? I, I don't know. What's what's uh, what's you're gonna start a fight here now, man? I uh, maybe I don't know, was, man. Yeah. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. There you go. Okay, the answer is yes. Good, good delegation there, Rob. Yeah. Good, good answering. We'll leave it at that. So good, yes, uh, good execution of an answer. Because Mike's always trying to like poke the bear. Well, because I, I, well, I lived out there, and so I, I kind of have a well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just curious. Yes. So. <laughs> okay, uh, Martin says it's hot chicken. So <laughs> hot chicken. We, we're trying to get Eugene hot chicken to the People's Choice Car Show. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, right. man. So, um, anyway, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, again, wanted to um, uh, you know I was going to say uh, thank you again for uh, Chris and Robbie coming out to uh, absolutely. To podcast no we, we love having you guys and it's this always been awesome anytime we can get together again uh big thanks to all of our um um, attendees for tonight uh, big shout out to everybody there's so many of you that kind of jumped in here tonight mm-hmm. but uh, kudos uh, for coming out and uh, commenting all night and staying with us and razzing us and helping us with information that we forget because we're getting old and uh, and checking our facts all the time a little shout out to all you guys out there thank you yeah <laughs> you guys for being nerds and hanging out with us um, again um, 
uh, thanks to everybody. And again, uh, get on the ZCon website, get in the ZCA website. And, and if you don't already have a club in your area and you think you got enough people, put it together. That's the heart of the community. We always need more clubs out there and uh, more of a network to support ZCon and support other Z community events in your area. Um, we aren't going to cover any other Z events tonight just because we're running a little low on time. No, this is this is um, all we need, man. Yeah, this is all we need. And I don't want to um, over I, I don't want to take away any thunder from the Z convention because quite honestly, it, <laughs> it doesn't deserve it. it. It definitely needs to be held out on the pedestal that it deserves on this evening. So sure. uh, again, a shout out to our community. Continue to like, share, uh, subscribe. Um, if you have any information, any new news events that are coming out, always give that to us at info at nissannerd.com. And again, we couldn't do this without you. Continue to uh, check us out and share us with uh, with the within your community. Yes, yes, so. yes. Uh, I will say it one more time. Info at NissanNerd.com. That's how you can find us directly, like you said, as well as social media. Uh, you've got the uh, the inbox, uh, DMs, whatever you want to call it, man. I mean, we got to get into the Instagram more, man. I'm sorry. I feel so dated saying that stuff. <sighs> you know, we're old people. Old people uh, hang out on Facebook. I, that's where I roll. You know, if you don't want to come and hang out in my Facebook circle, that's it. You know, that's just how I roll. You know, I... Uh, you know, I, I drink beer right now, but, you know, eventually I'll get into insure and then that'll just be how I roll, you know, yeah. so it is what it is. But again, a big thank you for everybody for coming out. Uh, next episode we'll be doing, like always, is every two weeks. So we'll see you in the next two weeks where yeah. we'll give you news updates, uh, motorsport updates and any event updates that are coming out. Yeah. Um, again, till then, guys, thank you for being on with us tonight. Um, thank you for everybody for being on with us tonight. Um, mm -hmm. And again, as always, until then, yeah. get in your garage. Do something cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, absolutely. Uh, while you're here, Chris and Robbie, if you got something, feel free to uh, join in the con. Bye. Cheers, everybody. With you online. Thank you for being here. Yeah, yep. I got a sip. Mm -hmm. And on that note, um, again, um, Compide, everybody, thank you for coming on with us here tonight. And uh, yeah, just get off. Bye. Enjoy it, guys. <laughs> what's up that was fun yes it was i had a great time <laughs> let's see we, we I, I forgot to share some of this love from online by the way we got a lot of guys joining us in that compi so we're done yeah i know you got five seconds five seconds all right we, we got the cheers we got the the compies we got the mike needs a 12 pack next time jle telling me i need a six pack a 12 pack wow all right. six pack. you actually need a six yeah pack. i need a I need a yeah, i've been meaning to go meaning to go to the gym there yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh Kados, until next week again uh thank you all for coming and yeah. joining us um yeah Go home. Bye. Okay. You're done. It's two and a half hours. What else do you want from us? Jesus Christ. It's free. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. No Go photo. Home. No photo. Uh, uh, Bye. Go. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.